0: Right
1: fried
0: potatoes. One potato, two potatoes, three potatoes more. Five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes more. And I can count the potatoes. One
1: potato, two
0: potatoes, three potatoes more. Five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes more. Potatoes. Welcome to the Potato League Podcast with your hosts, Dan and Tom.
1: Thank you, TJ. Thank you, TJ. Uh welcome to episode three. Oh shit. Twenty-six. Uh now I of Potato Lead Podcast, I did not uh not know the episode number there because I couldn't remember. It's because I was so ahead of things. <laughs> when I uploaded the two weeks ago episode this morning, like I said that I would be start yep. doing, even though I shouldn't have because it was it was a two week lapse. I did put the date in the description that when it was recorded, because sometimes I guess it could be confusing, yeah. especially when we're talking about somewhat current events, yeah. Like when we talk about the playoffs and stuff well, like you're that.
0: Wait, like, man, the Super Bowl's already done. Hold on. <laughs>
1: um, but I also, uh, knowing what we would talk about today, I already have set up my uh, uh, thumbnail oh. and labeled it 3:26, so that, that is I know preparation. Right. Yeah. There. <laughs> well, as I think I do every year. And I don't know that we ever really truly follow through with any of these things. I always want to uh, make things more efficient and um, more robust, I guess, by putting... Uh, for a while, I was doing timestamps. I don't do that anymore. Yeah, that's that was, a lot
0: of work, doing fucking
1: timestamps. Yeah, uh, so is the editing. So yeah. I'm not going to do those two things. Speaking of which, uh, remember last week, uh, Last well, two weeks ago, whenever, uh, I asked um, if... Uh, Nathan had uploaded the yeah. handmade...
0: I think that is now uploaded
1: It now. was just this week. Yeah. It was like, you guys recorded it like five weeks ago.
0: Yeah. No, he's <laughs> the same way, because like, again, he's got a full-time job, he does a lot of IT work at the yep. college that he works for, and yeah, there'll just be days where he can, and then all of a sudden he'll get a day where he's got time, and oh, three episodes pop right out. Yep. It's, it's one of the reasons why we're taking a spring break, uh-huh. quote-unquote, yep. even though we won't be, we'll still be recording. It's just so that he can have kind up, prepped, ready to go, so yep. they can come out not so much in, like, flurries.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, th- well, and that's kind of one of the things behind when I, like, even though I'm uploading everything a week later, it is regular.
0: Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, like, screen- they have uh, screen drafts, so when I listen to the most right now of any podcast, every Tuesday morning, that episode is there. Yeah. So it's like, I can yeah. plan my week around Well,
1: like, professional podcasts are on a schedule And you can yes. pretty much count on
0: yeah.
1: uh, That yeah. sort or of thing Once it actually
0: like, get paid and make money
1: and Yeah, uh, did you uh, We'll get into it shortly But have
0: you been listening to The Last of Us podcast? No, I, I was just going to start listening to that this weekend It's I I forgot, it's I forgot it existed I know yeah. it would be because the, um, the Chernobyl one was really fucking
1: good Yeah, yeah so. uh, And I think you can You can play it on HBO, right?
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: There's, I mean, there's no video, but uh, yeah, but it's also available on every, yeah, and, anything uh, you...
0: Yeah, as well, we might as well jump in. They're fucking killing it. Oh, yeah. Holy yeah, shit, yeah. Is The Last of Us so fucking good.
1: Pause, though. We do have... Uh, what was I going to say? I don't remember. Do you want to jump right into The Last of Us? Fuck yeah. Okay. Um, so if you don't know, the the, uh, the the game that we have gushed over for years on this mm. show uh, has been made into a... a uh, an HBO show, which uh, I mean, you can go digging through the archives if you want. I think we always said because yeah. for a long time it a was movie. rumored to be a movie, which would have been fucking which would have been
0: terrible because <laughs> um, yeah, two episodes already and they've gone past movie length. Yes, because the first episode was well, an hour and a half, so yeah. was fifty minutes, right? They've they've gone past the traditional feature length, and they're not out of Boston,
1: right? <laughs> and. Not a ton of it could have been cut, really. They the only thing that they've really they uh, really drew out was uh, the intro. Um, it's about thirty five minutes long. The game uh, that mm-hmm. segment is about twenty minutes. Yeah. Um, the you know, basically the day the infection breaks out. Um, they make that longer. Did you real? I didn't know this until I saw post stuff. The uh, the girl that played um, Sarah is uh, Towan, to Westworld yeah. uh, Newton's daughter. Really? Yes. Uh, and sometimes when you, if you like, pause it right on her face and look, you're like, "Oh yeah, there it is." Yeah, uh, that you makes can sense now. you can see. Her. I did not
0: know that, but I can see it.
1: Yeah, um, she was great. They she was very good. they did they did. Uh, well, actually, we, going back even further. Uh, Something that's not in the game that they added in. And uh, if you listen to the podcast, this was Craig Mazin's idea. And uh, was to have that little news thing.
0: I've loved both of the opening segments Because it's like, it it gives you information that will become relevant. Yeah. And it sets a really good tone. Yeah. For like, what the overall theme of that episode is going to be. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because when that first started, I'm like... 1968 (laughs) what the fuck is happening (laughs) and then it's like oh they're giving the history of you know cordyceps and yeah I just love how dire it is yeah like yeah and and then what happens and that like that's it that's it we're fucking done
1: yeah Um, we we lose (laughs) yeah there's gonna be spoilers for Mm -hmm. these shows so Uh, they're through two episodes new one tonight big day today Uh, um eagles are on today talk about that later uh so the the first one it starts out with that. It's like a, a little like, talk show news hour type like Dick thing. Cabot, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you like know, the ones one of those ones where everyone's smoking. Yeah. <laughs> I watched a lot of smoking yeah, you stuff can, you this week. You can
0: pretty much feel the nicotine nicotine yeah. stains on that set. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, and then it goes into uh, the the difference from the game is the game takes place. Um, the the breakout is. Current day, and yeah. then it's twenty years in the future. It doesn't really matter one way or the other, because yeah. time basically stops, mm-hmm.
0: um, which is thematic in the in the in the show.
1: Yeah, there's a uh, lot
0: of things. A Lot of they, they 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 focus on time a lot and on yeah. clocks.
1: Um, they uh, but the thing that they're able to do, I guess, uh, in hindsight, or you know, you can add new you can add new layers into stuff because I mean the story is ten years old now. Mm-hmm. Um, So a lot of the stuff, some things were changed for the show, which make total sense because they don't make sense in a game world. Mm. Uh, Or I guess stuff that makes sense in a game world doesn't make sense in a TV show. That's why you had the change to The Infected at the end of Season 2, Episode 2. Well, that's Um, why I like
0: to like why there's not like... Spore spores, clusters. right? Because if you, if you played the game, uh, they were we dissipate in real life. Yeah, it, it there would. were
1: sections where you go into an area and you can see the spores, and that's when you put your gas mask mm-hmm. on. And then when you're outside, you're totally fine. The, the real world just doesn't work that way. And I love the fact that like,
0: yeah, well, we just didn't want to wear a, put a mask on our main actor. Yeah, yeah that like too. Uh,
1: yeah, Pedro Pascal is Pas- fucking sick of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, Pedro Pascal in a mask for most of the show—that'd be weird.
1: Mm. <laughs> so uh, there were changes like that mm-hmm. uh, because in a game. You get your cutscenes, and what The Last of Us did better than uh, certainly any game that came before it is telling story while you're in gameplay yeah. instead of just in cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of those cutscenes, you need something to do, like you need some action, you need, yeah. to, you need to be fighting these Fedra people or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the spore thing, they replace that with uh, the fact that, and this is a, you know, just it's like the legit, cordyceps, yeah. it's a legit thing where, like, if you step on a, the, these fungus underground tendrils can reach for up to a mile,
0: I guess. Oh, more than that. More yeah. than that. There's, oh, I can't remember, I was watching a screen crush, like one of those 91 Easter eggs. You might have yeah, missed, yeah. and it's like, fuck. They do their research. Where it was like, I guess it's in Oregon area or in Washington, where there's like something that has like a.
1: Oh, there's it's, a thing There's of, like yeah. one fungus it's yes. like
0: four square miles yeah, large, you know, and it's like it knows what's happening. Yeah, if <laughs> you, you know, hit it's, something... It's that Avatar like, tree, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, very much so. I mean, that's, you know, the Avatar tree is, uh, you know, not not yeah. a figment of any... And, and they even have their, their little bad bad.
0: tendrils, yeah. the Avatar people. <laughs> um, did you see Wave? Of oh, no, water? yeah. <laughs> oh, God, no. I, uh, I plan on it, because, again, yeah. Oscar nominated for Best <laughs> Picture. yeah.
1: I I shouldn't... We I, we really shouldn't,
0: uh... Shit on it because we
1: haven't seen it. Correct. But, like, I just, I just... I just... I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about it. I'm sure I'll see it and I'll go, that was fun. Not gonna watch it again. I'm done. I feel bad that I feel that way, but... Whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's last of us. Um... So they give us a whole day with Sarah instead of just kind of, uh, she falls asleep on the couch in the game and wakes up when
0: the shit goes down. Yeah, you you see her do the stuff that's talked about. Yeah. Where she went and repaired the, got the watch repaired and took money out of his dresser to do it and, you know.
1: There's also a ton of stuff, because you learn in the second episode that, um, the, the cordyceps was spread through flour. Yeah. Through infected flour. Um infected infested flour. what would you call it contaminated flower yeah, it it. uh and it's not you'd never notice it on the first pass but mm-hmm. it, when it's pointed out to you in like one of those videos you're yeah. talking about how many times they avoid it yeah. that morning yeah like is crazy
0: he's offered the biscuits from the neighbor and he's like nope i'm on atkins they are trying she, she wants she's to baking cookies with the neighbor and the neighbor makes raisin cookies so she's <laughs> like no thank you she, yeah. Well,
1: she wanted to make pancakes for breakfast, but yeah. they didn't have any Bisquick.
0: Yeah, she he forgot to pick up a birthday cake for himself on the right. way home. Like, right. they, they consistently avoid baked goods in that yeah. first episode. It's like,
1: fuck. That's like, how they survived. It's really, it, and it's, I mean, if you want to get way into the weeds on it, the Bisquick that you bought was probably from a fucking month ago. It's probably yeah. fine, you know. So, but like, still, it's, it's very it's cool. It's just still
0: a neat little Easter egg that's yeah. in there um,
1: that you would, in a million years, never notice yeah. on a first pass. Yeah,
0: because it's like um, I don't know if you ever read the comic or saw part of the show for Why the Last Man. No, I guess uh, not. But in that, there's a, there's a man York who is the o- pretty much the only male survivor on a, in a plague. Like it takes out the it takes out men, and the only oh. reason he survived is because he had a fucking pet monkey that was constantly like shitting around him okay and just something about the monkey feces helped him not be get sick from whatever the curse whatever this was
1: it like a like a flu thing or yeah, was it yeah it was know? like
0: something like that yeah so just like the fact Trips that, yeah the fact that he had a monkey on his shoulder who was practically covered in shit most of the time nice that's what saved him and it's like it's one of those things there's like, your moral yeah uh, keep yourself covered in shit yeah. monkey shit people uh, but it's just one of those things. That it's very scientifically accurate. It makes sense. Yeah. But it never. It doesn't really draw too much attention to itself. And then it even brings it further into play in the second one, in the second episode, when you get the woman who's the, the mushroom expert, the fungus expert. Yes. Who's just like, oh, that's the perfect substrate. <laughs> yeah. Like, and and that- it doesn't even get into it after that. It's just like, I love how they made her. They made her sound very smart and scientific, with just like why is this prepared in this fluid? This fluid's only yeah. used for humans. And they're like, eh, it's come from humans. And like, right there, it shows, she's really fucking smart. She knew just by looking at the slide, it's prepared in something different than it right. should be.
1: And just that whole, when you get, like, the backstory, it, it the, both episodes have opened up somewhere outside of, of uh, our main story. Yeah. Uh, the first one that show the the news show in 1968, and then this one, uh, the outbreak happens in Jakarta. Yeah. Which um, you hear, which you hear in, in the first episode, episode one. Yeah. Um, so you actually get uh, uh, a military person uh, going to find this. Is it mycologist? Yeah. Yeah. Um, specializes in in fungus. Um, they had just gone through uh, a military dictatorship Hmm. um so everyone that's why like when the when they walk into the cafe where she's eating a salad yep with no not not a with no baked goods on it uh the whole place shuts down yeah and it's this interesting thing that whole section of they invoke fear by walking into a room but they're the most terrified people there. Oh yeah. And the other and the people don't realize it. They're they are terrified. They're well, not there to get her. They need them they need okay. her to save them. The look
0: on the military's dude on his face when she offers what the only thing they can do is to stop infection. Yeah. His face is fucking because. and I love how that plays into Boston when later when Ellie and them are walking outside you see the bomb craters. Right. The mycologist is like, Bomb, bomb us all. Right which is now. that's what you have to do.
1: Which is an awesome uh juxtaposition because here's the military guy yeah. looking for an answer from science and the scientist's answer is yeah. bomb the shit out of it.
0: And we learned the previous <laughs> episode, there is no scientific answer. Right. As soon as you know he says what it is and she learns what it is, you're already like thinking about, oh fuck, that dude predicted it in nineteen sixty, whatever. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. And you know and it's fucking terrifying because it's like, yes, this cordyceps cannot live in the human brain. It's too warm. Yeah. And he's like, Well what if the Planet warms up. Yeah. And now we're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I mean, this shit could happen. Yeah. Very easily. It's one of those things where it's like one little fucking domino falls.
1: Yep. Blah, blah, blah. Right. The chain reaction is uh, too much. Yeah,
0: because, I mean, the corniceps already exists You can find the videos online of, like, the oh, yeah. ants that have been taken over. Well,
1: if you have watched anything related to this show, that Planet Earth video does come up on your recommendations. Yeah. I will. Tell and I've watched it. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 Cool and terrifying. Yeah, because um, it looks just—it looks just like the game. I mean, I, again, they, that's where they got it. Mm. Um, as for the show itself, um, the, there's, of course, anytime, anytime, uh, comic book stuff or video game stuff.
0: Huge, Nerd, huge,
1: huge thing is cast, and um, I haven't—I I haven't heard as much. I okay, I'll put it this way. If you had just told me whenever it was, uh, who's gonna, who are they gonna have a problem with, Pedro Pascal or Bella Ramsey? Now the obvious answer is you got to pick the woman. Yeah, uh, but I thought that it would be. What is Pedro Pascal's nationality? I'm not. He, I'm not
0: 100 sure.
1: Is he that dude? Can play anything. Oh yeah, definitely. But <laughs> so I, I, I I'm think not he's, really sure what his. I that? think he is like a, 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 a South American. Sort of? co- Peruvian. Yeah, something like that. And <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter. Uh, well, it probably matters to him. Yeah. I thought they would have a problem with that playing a white Texan.
0: But uh, he fucking nails it.
1: But they have a problem with Bella Ramsey because she doesn't look exactly like Ellie, and that has always driven me nuts. Yeah. Now look, you don't.
0: Nobody looks like Ellie. She's a computer-generated <laughs> image. But I mean, I, yeah, get the actress that can pull it off. And she—that yeah, has always driven me nuts
1: with the the fan casting people. As they they just think of the person that look the actor that they know of mm-hmm. that looks the most like like Nathan that character. Like Nathan
0: Drake has oh to be played God. by you know, even now, though he's now in his like. 60s, I think.
1: <laughs> uh, no in, in fairness, uh, Nathan Fillion would have been a good Nathan Drake yeah. when he was 30 years old, when he was Firefly age. Yeah, uh, he's probably in his mid
0: 50s. Probably mid 50s. Yeah, I'm probably adding a few on, but still.
1: <laughs> hey Google, how old is Nathan Fillion? 52. Nathan
0: Fillion is 51 years old. Jesus Christ! how old is the guy on the No, I don't want to. Hear the no,
1: no, because it's the same fucking person. No.
0: Okay then. Uh oh wait. We have to thank we have to thank her for that. I've I've heard of the thing like where it's like,
1: <laughs> oh, thank you, Google. <laughs> it's actually
0: a, a, a I, it's a theory that I've been reading a lot based on stuff like with Marshall McLuhan back in like the '60s and '70s, where we're becoming too we're using technology too much in a way that becomes impersonal. So that's how we begin to treat people oh within, by being impersonal towards people. So they're like one the thing you can do: start thanking your technology when it provides you with something, so that you you get used to thanking things when things are provided for you. Uh,
1: you might expect me to laugh, but we tell the kids to do that yeah. to be to be polite when yeah. they speak to Alexa.
0: Exactly. That's what the thing was like. Just say thank you when Alexa yeah. per, because if you asked a person that, you would provide. You would say, "Oh, yes. thank you." Yes. And you're becoming so ingrained to just getting what you want from the technology that if a person doesn't give you exactly what we want, that's when you you start to become prone to well, just fuck yeah. you then. Yeah. And no, That's, we, that's <laughs> why we have. That's why this current generation has shitty interpersonal skills.
1: We uh we tell the kids that. Yeah.
0: No, um, it's a good thing to do.
1: It also. Uh, I, we watched After Yang last night.
0: Oh yep. Yeah um that that ties right in <laughs> ties right in
1: we won't talk about it you
0: did not watch it i've right? not watched it yeah. yet no it's one of those um, ones i meant to watch last may and just never got around to
1: robin um uh I, when i was down here prepping uh she came down and because last night we usually don't really talk about stuff right after we mm-hmm. watch it other than like that was good yeah you know um but this morning she came ba- down. She said, "I've been thinking about it all morning, and I think I like it more now Good. than I mean. She liked mm-hmm. it fine last night. It's very uh...
0: slow. Is not the word. It's a twenty-four. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's pretty much. That's like shorthand for it's going to be slow. It's going to be methodical, and it's going to make you think. Usually. But there's there's a lot of quiet
1: though. It's not like there's a lot of quiet." When you watch... Are you going to watch it soon? Oh, yeah. Pay attention to how often the camera is way back Mm -hmm. and stationary. Mm -hmm. And people are just moving in and out. Okay. Um, You would have noticed it anyway, probably. Yeah. Um, But I noticed it really early on. And then I couldn't... Because usually you can tie together. When there's a certain...
0: Not camera trick... uh, and they do something like that. Well, it's one of the things I've been paying more attention to with the Spielberg stuff. Is just yeah, how, sure. How much a camera moves and where it moves to. Yeah, so, if it's stationary, I feel it's either stationary for a reason or, as Kevin Smith puts it, I just don't know how to fucking move a camera, so I said it. <laughs> so I set <send> it down. <laughs> like there's a
1: lot of scenes, uh, like where the camera is down the hallway, mm-hmm. shoot, you know, looking into the kitchen while they're eating. Yeah. Um, and then and there's a whole scene where he's in you've probably seen it in the trailer where he's talking to the guy in a little like workshop Mm -hmm. that whole scene like the camera never moves it's way back oh i like that so i was trying to like because usually when there's a a very specific camera uh like that uh, i can't i don't know why i can't think of a good word for that um usually the scenes where that is used are tied together in some way, or they all kind of, they want you to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of, like, what, uh, uh, if you've watched any of the stuff on Decision to Leave, mm-hmm. about, um, which we're going to get into. Yeah. And I've decided that I'm most upset that I didn't get cinematography. Yeah. Because after watching the breakdown of the interrogation scene with the mirror in the background... Mm-hmm. And at all times, depending on what they're saying, either her face is clear or blurry in the foreground or clear or blurry in the mirror, and same with his. It's yeah. fucking amazing when you see it. Yeah, um, Yeah, I was pretty
0: riled up about that. But anyway, uh, The Last of Us. Yeah, well, um, one of the things that I I, I... I don't think they did this on purpose, but I think they kind of, like short-circuited a lot of the nerd arguments about casting by casting from previously existing nerd franchises yeah. that are beloved. Because yeah. Pedro Pascal is from the Mandalorian, people of the fucking Mandalorian. Right. Bella Ramsey, is that her name? Yeah. Not from the best seasons of Games of Thrones. But was but the she best was thing always awesome when she was on she screen. She was the
1: best thing about every episode you, she was you in. you got
0: Anna Torv from Fringe, who... That's one of those, right. like... True Blue nerd shows Like You know Not everybody watched that But if you're Robin did If you're a big time Fucking nerd (laughs) You watched Fringe Um, And then They
1: even cast Speaking of which It's uh, Joshua Jackson's Wife that is in After Yang Ah
0: Didn't know that Robin told me
1: that Because she watched Fringe Dan
0: And then they even Cast one of the same Characters from the game To play the same Character Yes Marlene So it's like They kind of like Knew what our I mean Mason and Druckmann Are smart people I feel like they kind of knew what some of the arguments would be coming their way yeah and then kind of found ways around it immediately
1: um, it's I mean, also it's also easy when they've like all worked on HBO shows and yeah and uh, yeah they're already kind of in the building so to speak because yeah. um, Pedro Pascal also they have two of the best deaths in Game of Thrones in a show about death yeah they have two of the better deaths of all time oh yeah uh, his was. Something. Oh. <laughs> he got his his skull crushed through his eye sockets. Yep. Uh, what a dumb fuck. To, I know. Had to fucking brag and dance around. Yeah, you just
0: couldn't stab the fucking mountain while well, you had the chance. I
1: remember I was. Uh, I remember where I was at that point in the book. I yep. was sitting in the uh, Collins Center parking lot, waiting for class to start, and I, out loud, was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, I remember, had him over, and you had him. I remember where I was at that moment, and I remember where I was. Uh, Red Wedding. Red Wedding. I was in my driveway in Waldo because uh, I was listening to the audiobook. I was not reading while I was driving, by the way. <laughs> uh, and I sat in my driveway for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, to to get to to get. I read the. We-
0: I I read I read them, and I remember I read the chapter with the Red Wedding twice. Yeah. Because I'm just like to make sure it was. What, I'm like, did that really just fucking happen? Is what I think just happened? Yeah. Happened. So I had. I'm like, oh. I'm going to reread that just in case. Because I, I would read until, like, 1 or 2 in the morning. So a yeah. lot of the times I'm like, I might just be tired and might have... Let me just reread that. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> no, that's exactly what happened. Uh, yeah. So, and yeah, the, the
1: the whole thing with the the actor or actress has to look exactly... Has to look most... You want the one that looks most like the character from the game? No. That's no. silly. As long as they're, like, similar-ish.
0: And I and I went 100% buy her as Ellie. Yeah, like she's got that I don't want to say like feral because yeah. that's not accurate. But just that that energy that she's bringing to that role where no this girl's a survivor. Yeah. She I have no problem believing that by the end of this first season, she's going to fucking stab a cannibal. Yeah. I got no problem believing that. Well, the
1: uh so that this was done on purpose obviously is that at the beginning of episode, well, at the beginning of episode 1, the intro uh, before the outbreak with Sarah, Joel kills a person. Yeah. He kills the woman running at them that's infected. And and in a, a very
0: self-defense way. This is not... Oh, like, yeah.
1: Yeah, this is just... With had a, to do it. With a wrench. Yeah. Um, and Sarah's horrified. Yeah. And then you flash forward to the next episode when you get that flashback because he steps in front of Ellie because the guard has seen that she's testing positive. Mm-hmm. And he beats the man to death yeah. with his fists, mm-hmm. and Ellie is like activated by it.
0: Oh yeah, you like watch her in the background of that scene, like kind of like yeah. slink she over. She wants, she to gets see. the better view. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, she wants to see. She she also wants that. She has that kind of vengeance in her, yep. and also someone is sticking up for me. Yeah, he stood in front of me, mm-hmm. and he's killing that guy because he was threatening me.
0: Yeah,
1: and. They're, look, everyone in this—I mean, they say it in the game. Mm-hmm. I think it's delivered better in the game because uh, in the game, uh, Tess says it to Joel, but in the show, she says it to Ellie. That look, we are bad people. Mm-hmm. You have to understand this—we're bad people, mm-hmm. um, and Ellie is a little bit too. Yeah, um, she's got that. She's got that in her. Yeah. Um, so they get to uh, the state house uh, portion of the game. They're on their way there to see the fireflies. We're all dead when they get there. Uh, in the game, they've been ambushed by Fedra, mm-hmm. uh, and then you have to like fight off a wave of Fedra before you get out. The thinking uh, spoilers for the podcast, but the yeah. thinking behind that was uh, that was all Craig Mason because he was like, "Why would Fedra be there? Why would they bother to go that far?" and mm-hmm risk that much just to kill a bunch of fireflies. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And like Druckmann's like, Yeah, okay, I guess. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. No, you're always better. I wrote it when uh, I was twenty four. Shut yeah. <laughs> up <laughs>
0: So w- And it does. It makes more sense. Yes. And also you kind of have to have that feeling like in real life you've got, like, an armed combat group of, like, yeah. 30, yeah. two people aren't Yeah, it's, it's Two men, the... a, a man and a, a young woman are not going to out-survive them.
1: Right, it's it's the old, it's the same with, like, Uncharted. Like, yeah, it's like, in the Nathan game... Nathan Drake you kills, kills get, hundreds of people.
0: Yeah. In the game, you can take a couple shots and yeah. be, still be fighting. Yeah. Rest, no, real you can You cannot. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm actually happy that if the human-on-human violence... If it's when and if it's going to be present, because I assume it's going to be really present when they get to Pittsburgh. Yes, that it's going to be very high stakes. Yeah, it's it's going to be brutal. You know, because again, you can't take three shots and keep running and then still swing your fucking you know whatever at another person. Because your arm would be incapacitated.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I started re-watching, uh, or I've picked up on the season, the last season that I know I watched of Sunny. Mm-hmm. And so I know I've watched season seven. I know I have season seven. So I started at seven and I'm going to go on from there. Because uh, they're filming 16 right now. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm so far behind on that 16. show. 16. Um, and I'm at the episode, I don't know if you've seen it, uh, where the hurricane is coming. Oh yeah, and they go to the store because the weather girl has big boobs. Yep, and uh, they're in the bunker and they're wondering who's been eating all the food in the bunker, and it was Cricket. <laughs> and Frank shoots him, and he's just like, "No, no, I'm fine." That's what I was thinking of when you were talking about the. You can't just get shot and be fine. You can if you're Cricket. You're if you're Cricket, <laughs> and you have
0: you've had so many diseases, you do everything.
1: Yeah, and by season seven, he's a disaster. Oh yeah, uh, he starts out as a clean-cut priest. If you haven't watched Sunny um and the uh, the gang corrupts him big time yeah. uh, they get him into crack okay. he 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 is the uh, he
0: is the um portrait of dorian gray for the show <laughs> like everything that bad that happens to all of them just happens to him yeah oh my god that show's funny and it's so
1: <laughs> eh, it's yeah. that show's really funny uh because i i was telling Robin yesterday i i watched the podcast fairly mm-hmm. not every episode but like uh, cause they do the three uh, three guys do a pod three guys and one of the other writers do a podcast, and they basically start at the first episode and they talk about the process mm-hmm. what they remember from it cause shit some of these are from like two you know early seasons of two thousand five yeah. um, The funny thing about that though is like because uh, Caitlin Olson was on the most recent episode um. Because Glenn wasn't there, and they were talking about uh, because they were when it was recorded. They were starting shooting like the following Monday, and (laughs) she was in there anyway because they they were shooting they were recording the episode from their office where they shoot the show uh, because they didn't want to be driving back and forth, and. She was there, and she was just coming from wardrobe, because like she said, one of my favorite days of the year is going in to see what Dee's going to be wearing for the season. And she said, I always look over at Charlie's rack, and it's the same fucking shit. Yeah. He's been wearing the same shirts. They haven't changed anything since yeah. like 2000-whatever. Yeah. And like half of his wardrobe is just the shit that he'd wear to work in 2005. Yeah. The rest of it is just uh, they went to a thrift shop because like people will ask about the T-shirts. Yeah. That he wears and he's like I don't fucking know. They got them at.
0: Yeah. They they're, got they're them good at Goodwill. Will,
1: uh, yeah. uh, back in 2005. And every year, they ask him, do you want more stuff? And he's like, no, that's Charlie's That's Charlie's wardrobe right there. Yeah,
0: Charlie is not an ever-changing wardrobe.
1: <laughs> All those dumb... And he said, the downside is, I really like that army jacket, but I can't wear it out anymore. Because <laughs> it's been in Charlie's wardrobe for 15 years. Yeah. Um, but anyway... Um, boy, how did I get that far off of... Uh, oh, getting shot and yeah. being okay. And that's what cricket does. Um, yeah, uh, so... Uh, it, gosh, it just seems like every... A lot of the lines from the game are there, yeah, uh, which, they're, and they're
0: using the right
1: ones. And they're using the right ones, and they're using the and they're not just so that you can DiCaprio point at yeah. them. They're they're there, so they're, they're again, they're making the nerds super happy. Yeah. But every change they have made has been that was perfect. Yeah, that is a good choice. Yeah, because that's what because an,
0: Andrea that. like she's watching the show and is loving the show. She watched me play part of the game. Yeah, like. Because it was when I wasn't working, when I was out. So she would come home, and I would be three hours past where I was the last time she saw me. Yeah, sure. Because, like, with Tess, she was like, is Tess in the game a lot? Because she didn't remember ever seeing Tess. Yeah. So that's like when you said, you know, what did she think of Tess's death? She pretty much knew it was coming because she never saw the character when I was playing. Uh, Did not realize it was going to be as, like, fuck. Yeah. That's quick. That's a hard... And that's one of the changes I like, too, in the game. Where you saw a chart on the wall, like at one point. Oh, yeah, that was never right in the game. Wherever right. you're bit, that's how long it's going to take for you to transform. Because in right. the game, it's pretty fucking quick. Yeah. But it makes sense that, no, if you're bit in the fucking leg, it's like a it's snake bite. It's like a longer. snake bite. Yeah. Whereas if you're bit in the neck like test, yeah, yeah, you got about 15 minutes and then you're done.
1: Ooh, backtracking just a little bit to the Jakarta thing, did you kind of pick up on, well, not pick up on, but um, they've explained. And look, this might not be scientifically accurate, but they have explained one of the biggest uh, zombie... And again, these are not zombies. The nerds will be all over you if you call them zombies. Uh, But in a zombie-type show or movie, the big thing is, like that thing is rotting away. Yeah. Those muscles but are, muscles die. they shouldn't be able to be moving. Yeah. What happens with the cordyceps is it covers your it entire take, under... of it, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, so it is...
0: It's building you a little exosuit. Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah. Wouldn't be an exosuit, it would be a... Indo, Indo suit? <laughs> <whatever>. <laughs> but yeah. No, yeah, exactly, because when she does that little cut, yeah. all you see is the cordyceps underneath. It's yeah. like... And you've seen the cordyceps like in, uh, in the mouth of one of the... Yep. Yeah. Walkers, stalkers, whatever the fuck they're called, shamblers, ramblers, uh, not ga- shamblers. Midnight gamblers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I,
1: They're—I can't remember if they're stock runners and then stock. Yeah. I, I do not remember. But yeah,
0: when he does the little corset kiss.
1: Yeah. They, uh, uh, again, inside baseball. The the uh, from the podcast, they shot that the way you would shoot a romantic
0: kiss. Oh yeah. The uh, the screen crush uh, played "How Do I Live Without You" over that. <laughs>
1: And that was the intention. They yeah. shot it the way that you would shoot, you know, with the light in the background and all that, and they, very slow, and it is a chilling scene.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, it's, it's like, one of the few things that, like, grossed Andrea
1: Yeah. Well, that's what I was talking about. Whether she knew Tess was going to die or not was, like, that was gross. Yeah. That was
0: gross. And if that, that that's what they're showing in episode two, I feel like, especially once we get to the bloaters, yeah. we're going to see some weird... Because, I mean, you've already yeah. seen, like... Like, the hand on the ground with the cordyceps kind of, like, going into the skin. Yeah. I've got a feeling, like, once we see a bloater explode, we're going to well, see some shit. Depending on how far... It's going to be soon. It's going to be
1: soon, because it's at the high school. Yeah. Um, very excited for this week. I think this is when Robin's going to pick it up, because she watched me play the whole game. Yep. She's, at maybe not all the same time, but she has seen the whole game. Yeah. Um, so... I think she's ready to pick it up because... Uh, well, mainly because Nick Offerman is playing. Yeah. Um, excited. An- another thing, you know, new thing from the game. Frank only existed in notes and yeah. drawers and I stuff in that the I love that we're going to see... Like, we're going to see Frank.
0: Yeah. Uh, and again, when you get to cast cast from a nerd show that people love yeah <laughs> everybody fucking loves ron swanson
1: yeah your your work is halfway you, done you could make the argument that that is ron swanson yeah <laughs> that he would be the same way yep. uh the built the he's a cross between ron swanson and kevin McAllister. Yep. um yeah i'm i'm, I'm excited for tonight um for tonight's episode have you been watching them like
0: at 905 Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, the second it comes on. Yeah. The only one I didn't was... La- oh, I say that. Been <laughs> one episodes. out of two. <laughs> one out of two. But it was because Andrew was really tired last week, because she, she worked a long fucking week, and she just couldn't stay up anymore, and she was like, please, don't watch this without me. Can we wait till tomorrow? Right. So, I bit the bullet and waited the full day. But yeah, it's... It was, I, I've got a feeling tonight we'll be watching... The episode at fucking nine o'clock when it comes on. Yeah, because um, um, again, it's it's what Netflix just doesn't get. We've talked create appointment fucking television.
1: Well, like, yeah, that...
0: HBO has been showing the numbers for this, and they're fu- It's fucking unreal. Oh yeah, like how many new subscribers they've gotten. Something like twenty percent of the audience is watching it fucking Sunday night. You know? Oh really? Yeah. Wow, that's a big number for a it fucking is. streamer. It is that like at. at premiere time at nine o'clock. People are fucking watching it.
1: I think we talked about it last time the last time we talked about it.
0: It was something like five million for the premiere, which was their third highest premiere behind House of Dragons. House of Dragons and Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. Um this And the numbers increased for episode two. Oh they did? They did.
1: Interesting. Um this wouldn't. Uh, you know, Last of Us would be like um, Netflix. What they would really want is the show that's good immediately. Netflix doesn't let shows get good. Yeah. So many. We talk about it all the time about yeah. how the first like season, sometimes first two seasons of shows just aren't good. It takes a while yeah. to or get, it's,
0: or it's canceled before a reasonable viewer can fucking get through the season. Right. Yeah. That just guess what? People got lives. So I I would love to uh, finished Wednesday by now. Yeah. But it's kind of fallen to the wayside. Same, same fucking Sandman. I have waited for a fucking two decades for a Sandman TV show. Right. And it's really good. I'm just moving through it very slowly, which meant they didn't fucking even announce second season for like three months. Right. You know, and even then it was like, they'll probably announce season, you know, they'll probably announce the show's canceled two episodes into season two. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those things like, yeah, give it, give it a chance or just... Go in with the ma- intentions of you're just making the best fucking show you can for what? Because like, when I'm going to use uh, Mason's other show, Chernobyl. Yeah, there was no expectations that was going to be a fucking franchise. That was no. not going to be multiple seasons. It's like, no, he told the story and got out. Yeah, uh, Damon Lindelof with Watchmen made ex- told the story he wanted to tell, and they're like, "Oh my god, it was really good." Do you want to do a season two? And he's like, "Nope, I uh, told the story I wanted to tell."
1: <laughs> when they talk about. Uh when they talk about the beginning of the first podcast about how, how this kind of came to be um, after Chernobyl, HBO just said, what do you want to do next? You can do whatever you want. Yeah. And he said, so I had my chance to do this. So yeah. And it's worked out. Uh, do you want to go over Oscar nominations? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um,
0: Cause, Cause I noticed you, you watched one this week and gave it a very, very favorable rating. Which one? Banshees of Inish. Oh my it. God.
1: <laughs> I fucking
0: love that movie. Yeah. Um,
1: I thought you were talking about Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris because we watched that last night. I did, see that. <laughs> I
0: did not know that was,
1: was that an Oscar nominee. It, it was nominated for a costume design. That um, makes sense because you put Paris in the title, you get an Oscar. Well, and it's about it's about uh, it's about a uh, probably yes. it's about a uh, a widow, uh, war widow. Who And she's a cleaning lady in London, and she her dream is to have a Christian Dior dress. So yeah. she goes to Paris. It's it's just good-hearted.
0: Yeah, that's what... Someone I... Um, fun. Joe Lynch, of all people, the guy behind like movies such as Mayhem, uh, rated it. He says, gives you the good, strong Paddington vibes. Where you're oh, just, yes. Like, where you're just like, oh, what a wonderfully fun film.
1: I think the number one review says uh, Paddington's Phantom Thread. I think it's... <laughs> That's what it's called. Yeah, it, it's one of those type of things where even everyone is very kind, mm-hmm. and even the people that are mean, yeah, come around. Mm-hmm. It's that type of movie. It's yeah. it, it was uh, it was clearly a Robin pick because um, I had it. Well, they, yeah, when we this was two nights ago we watched that because um, she usually just said because she usually doesn't. She always asks. Or I'll ask her if she wants to watch certain things. Um, and she said, can I pick the movie tonight? I said, for God's sakes, yes. I would love it if you would fucking pick the movie. Because yeah. I always feel a lot of pressure that uh, if I pick something and you don't like <sighs> I do it. I too. So, um, yeah. So she, I have, which is why I
0: didn't, uh, Andrew and I are doing the Criterion Watch. I'm like, yeah. fucking Criterion picked it.
1: Yeah. was <laughs> And they know more about movies than I do. They're the one who put it in their fucking collection, not me. Uh, blame them. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's certain movies that I obviously know Robin's not going to give a shit about, and there's movies that she watches that she obviously knows that I'm not going to give a shit about. But then there's a there's a big group in the middle that we can both agree on. Um, but she wanted she picked uh, Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. Um, yeah. So Oscar nominations. Yeah, I'm uh, pulling, first of all, I'm pulling them up right now. I have, and while you're doing that, I have purchased my annual uh, buy myself a birthday present thing,
0: oh, which reminds me, yours has not arrived yet. Oh, I'm not worried I was hoping that. it would arrive by Friday. It, it did not. So <laughs> uh, so every year I, uh, I buy myself
1: a present. Uh, Dan and I are sitting in two of them. Uh, yours was probably like the 2017 present to myself, and this was maybe the 2020 present to myself. Uh, the two chairs. This wonderful monitor we're looking at was a birthday present to myself. This year I've bought myself uh, the... I already had the Rolls-Royce of desktop vaporizers. Mm-hmm. I now have the Rolls-Royce of uh, handheld vaporizers. I know, it, it, that
0: looks like military, almost. Um, I should have bought this years ago.
1: Because <laughs> you go through so much less. Because the big one, yeah. you you got to do the whole thing. Um, uh, it's smaller. It's easier to clean. I just love it. Uh, it's the stores in Bickle Mighty Plus. If they want to send me some stuff,
0: yeah, it's it's, it's barely do. larger than a cell phone.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thicker, not quite as tall as my phone. Uh, I sent my old um, handheld one to my niece, Mm -hmm. who is uh, of age now and enjoys Mm -hmm. the herbal...
0: A college kid? What? (laughs) What?
1: Uh, So I say, (laughs) partly because... And it's funny, because on one hand, you're like, ooh, he's the cool uncle. Really, it's like... I would rather you use a vaporizer than a vape pen, which has the liquid, or yeah. smoking it straight. Yeah. So, please take my vaporizer. Yeah. Um, and then also, like, for Christmas, I, I made our, uh, a jar of oil. it
0: lessens the chance of her getting herpes from passing around a bowl at a party. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, Harm reduction here at work.
1: <laughs> so, I sent her my old packs. Uh, the great thing about the packs was that... Uh, it was a lot easier to carry around Mm -hmm. like it's actually it's like not even half the size of this it's maybe Mm -hmm. like this i'm showing dan the middle section yeah and up to about there is the size of the packs but um yeah so uh, this if you if you you are uh nervous if you want an inhale uh, a vaporizer and you see the the sticker price and it's a little shocking yeah it's worth it uh and go to to the cloud vapor store to buy it because you get twenty percent off all stores and Bickle products. So also, it's like a, you can it's spawn, like one hundred and thirty bucks. Sponsor
0: the podcast if you want. True. I uh, don't partake, but take, I'm just down for. I'll sell out for something I don't even have anything to do with.
1: I will take anything that uh, the vapor store or uh, stores and Bickle wants to send me mm-hmm. from Germany. Um,
0: I, I have heard we are big in Germany.
1: <laughs> someone stop by the stores and Bickle place. I have. They just now are making cases for the Mighty Plus. And they were already sold out, so, wow. uh, yeah, um, I'm on the notification list, but I should have bought it the day it came out, <coughs> it was stupid. Anyway, Oscar nominations, do mm-hmm. you have them pulled up?
0: Yes. Alright. Which which category uh, shall we start with?
1: Well, first off, what categories should we, do we even, not even care about?
0: I pretty much just worry about, like, the main, like, the big six.
1: Okay, then let's, let's You know, we can talk that. about
0: screenplay a little bit, but... This year, there's well, we
1: should talk about screenplay because there's is... actually
0: international feature because yeah. we both have an issue with that one. Yes, let's just start off with that because that's the easiest one because we're not going to really talk too much about any of the other ones. Um, but just the fact that international feature film um, decision to leave was left off. Yeah, I have heard obviously good things about All Quiet on the Western Front. That motherfucker <coughs> got like ten nominations or something. Sure.
1: Yeah, that I don't have a problem with.
0: Um, obviously, EO, I've heard good things about. Um, it's from a director who's... I've heard of some of his other films. Um, but the Argentine 1985, I'm sure, is fine. Quite, I mean, I'm sure they're good films. But just the fact that well, both of us were like, Decision to Leave was a fucking masterpiece. Mm. How did that get left off? The- a- and how did um, Triangle of Sadness... Which is it? Because it's English. Is it, It's English language, right? I think so. For, so is or, or that, Woody Harrelson's in it, so there's at least some English. So I men. wonder if that's
1: why it doesn't yeah. count. What we're talking about is Triangle of Sadness was nominated for Best Picture, yeah, but not nominated for Best International, which doesn't make any sense. We talked about yeah. that with Parasite, um, and we're talking. There's. To to me and like well obviously anyone who is paying attention, all Quiet on the Western Front has already won this award. Yeah. By by being by the definition, only other one nominated. Right. It is uh, for best It measure. is. It is. Uh, they've already said it's one of the ten best of the year. Yeah. How can it not be the best international? So we know that's going to win.
0: Um, Which again, at that point, is like also like uh, that pretty much rules out it's not going to win. I say that's going to pretty much rule out, even though Parasite did fucking win. I don't know. Oh yeah. I don't see that yeah, happening yeah, I see what again. You're where because. So- I I mean we I feel like it's going to be like oh we rewarded it with Best International right, it's good.
1: Right. Um that's kind of why uh I thought maybe it was more likely decision to leave would get like something else. Yeah. So because it didn't screenplay. get Yeah. Um so yeah, I have heard uh, I have heard that all of the other ones are good too and and just like we were saying with Avatar I shouldn't shouldn't shit on those other ones having not se- having not seen any of them actually but I do plan yeah. on watching at least 2 of them before the Oscars I'll watch all quiet I actually almost watched it the other day um, I'm bragging that I almost watched something yeah uh, and that's a, that's
0: then a, a, it's a flex right there <laughs> yeah.
1: Argent, the Argentina movie is on Amazon yeah, but... Prime um, Oh, is it good yeah I think it's an Amazon Yeah I mean
0: original. and it's the, the looking at the the cinematography tar which did look very good um, That's
1: on Peacock now.
0: Elvis, which surprised the <coughs> hell out of me, the amount of nominations that got.
1: That yeah. got
0: a lot. Yeah. Like. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I want to see it anyway because it's a Baz Luhrmann film. I love Baz Luhrmann. Um, I did not expect it to do anywhere near this amount of stuff. Yeah. But it got a lot. Um, Bardo, False Chronicles of a Handful of Truths, which I haven't seen yet, but it's. Um, I think that one's in your it's one of the Mex- it's one of the Mexican filmmakers that is not Del Toro. It's okay. either Inurito or Quaron. Um, Quaron. Is he Spanish? He might be Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. Um, and I've seen the trailer for that, and it looks fucking amazing. Um, All Quiet on the Western Front. It's a war movie. Those often get cinematography. And then the only one that I was like, "Oh, that got a nomination." Empire of Light. Yeah. But then it's like, "Oh, well, it's fucking Roger Deakins." Yeah. So I. Of course, that looks gorgeous. It's fucking Rarch Deakins. Yeah. So it's like I can understand how Decision to Leave did not get a get a nomination, other than Elvis. But again, I haven't seen Elvis, so I can't say whether or not the cinematography is great. Yeah, but, just, but you kind of can almost, yeah. you know. And uh, the I've but, seen Baz Luhrmann films. I yeah. know what they look like. They they usually look very similar. They're the trap stylized and the trap
1: that people fall into with cinematography is they think if they see a beautiful...
0: If it's a Vista. If
1: it's a Vista at Golden Hour, then that is cinematography. That's not yeah. it. But, on the other hand, that's why it's hard with something like Banshees of Inishirin
0: mm-hmm. to Which be like... Which also, I'm surprised that didn't get one. Because right? everything in that film looks gorgeous. Yeah. And again, it's very easy because you're in the fucking Irish countryside. Yeah. At a lot of fucking Golden Hour shots. Of course that
1: well, they Well, the, the little thing that I... The thing I was watching when you came in, uh, they were... That's what they were talking about... Um, is that they... Because it's very easy if you want... Especially kind of a story like this. If you wanted to make an Irish island uh, look dreary and gray, you can. Mm-hmm. But their whole thing was... Every... Like the first meeting he had with the, the DP was... I want it to be beautiful all the time. Mm-hmm. And it is. Oh, yeah. uh, it looks like a paradise. Yeah. It's actually... Um, so there is no Winchester and they made it up. He wanted it to be mythical, so he made up the island. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's interesting cuz most of the most of it is shot on uh, one island and then uh, Brendan Gleeson's house mm-hmm. is a different island cuz there was no beach yeah. that looked quite like that on that other island. Um, they built both of the houses and the the pub. Nice. The pub was a location they I mean, they built on the well, island well done
0: production design yeah those look authentic yeah um I mean I make sense with a Brendan Gleeson <laughs> I have to burn it to the fucking ground <laughs> right true <laughs> right <laughs> that's
1: right hey can we burn your house uh yeah true um sorry we, I got off cinematography there but I guess so my, my thing uh, with both cinematography and foreign sure I have not seen all of those movies I just have a hard time believing yep That you know, you've got All Quiet, I get I mean it got like nine nominations. Um I get All Quiet is would probably get something over decision to leave uh Academy wise. I have a hard time believing, even having not seen them, that those other four are all better.
0: And that's uh I listened to Dan Merle's yes Oscar responses. And his was very similar. That dude watches movies for a fucking living. Yeah, that's what he does. And he had pretty much the same thing. It's like, yeah, I haven't seen these other three foreign films, but I have a hard time believing any of them are better. Right. Which, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it's... other. I, I also, like, do they feel like they've rewarded South Korea now for a while? Like, we're good, we don't need Maybe? To, I don't know. Because it's not like, you know... I mean, maybe when... Christ bong does his next film we'll see the real gauge of whether or not they still but it's not like um... i finished that book
1: by the way finally did you? <laughs> yeah.
0: yes.
1: um and he changed the title did you see that yeah it's, there's more he's, mickeys he's added 10 more mickeys i don't know why doesn't really make a difference he to the story the story
0: was told enough in seven
1: <laughs> i mean there's only there's really only two mickeys in the yeah. whole book there's well, maybe he has a point. few more <laughs> it's gonna be mickeys left and right um are they shooting yet
0: i don't know but yeah, um, I mean, decision to leave. I mean, he's never gotten an Oscar nomination for any other thing he's done, as mm. far as I'm aware of. So, I don't know. Maybe they just don't feel like they need to reward him. I don't know. But I it's mean, so. The fact it's that just... right now. The Academy is fucking like people are losing their fucking mind because of um, Andrea. Oh, we'll
1: um, get to that. Yeah. That's, to, I don't know, I guess I don't know the whole, whole story, but that sounds awfully hypocritical.
0: Oh, 100%. For those of you who don't know, um, the Best Actress nominee, Andrea... Riseborough? Riseborough. Who, at first I didn't recognize her name, but then like, oh, she was Mandy in Mandy. Oh, okay. And was the main character in Possessor. She's fucking phenomenal. And I guess she's very good. And it sounds like it's a very Oscar Beatty movie. It's a yeah. drug addict movie. Yeah. Um. Alcoholic. Alcoholic. Um, and she got about. She's friends with a lot of famous people, and got them to like do a tweet campaign and you know hold screenings for it. Um, which and the stuffy stuffs are pissed. Yeah, they're like, oh my god, you know, you can't do this. And I'm like, um, this what? is pretty much what the Weinstein's, other than sexual assault, were known for. Like, this is what they did. What are you talking about? This is straight up politicking. It's, she's just using... Uh, yeah. She's grassrooting this shit instead In, of using the big instead money of, machine.
1: Instead of buying
0: ads and stuff. Which is like, you're why not, you're pissed. Yeah.
1: Like, you're not... You're not paying us off properly is kind of how it comes off. Yeah. It's really... I have a hard time taking it seriously. Yeah, I
0: mean, it reminds me of a few years ago with... Uh, it did not catch on, but um, Laura Dern for Inland Empire. David Lynch stood at the, like, one of the Hollywood Boulevard main locations, like, main intersections with a fucking cow. <laughs> With a sign that said, Laura Dern, for your consideration. Because he he thought she should have been nominated, so he just he went as grassroots as you could fucking do it. Yeah. I, I did not get enough, but still. Um, so the fact that there's backlash against this woman is fucking just staggering. Because it's like, guys... <coughs> it's an Academy Award nomination. It is not the be-all, end-all of everything. Um, <coughs> I'm the, sorry it doesn't the thing fit is, into what you guys normally do.
1: And the thing is... Uh, by most accounts totally deserving yeah and it's not thing. even the sort of thing where it's like oh there was they, they did this they campaigned wrong yeah, and this isn't it shouldn't P- this be this there this isn't
0: pia zadora's golden globe right. in <clears throat> 1980 or whatever this is you know she's a good actress yeah and
1: it's just that no a- one has seen it the
0: actor nominee the actor categories are voted on by actors right they're more likely to have seen these films especially well, if you're friends with the fucking person well and
1: the big the big thing was uh, it wasn't even that sh- her friends were her famous friends and it was like Gwyneth Paltrow and uh,
0: um, there was a ton.
1: Yeah, there was a Absolute ton. Uh, a ton. ton. Uh, but like big name stars. Uh, Kate Winslet. Yeah. It wasn't them saying hey, she should be nominated. It was hey, watch this movie. Yeah.
0: Hey, we're and having a hey, screening. Hey, we're having
1: a screening at my fucking whatever yeah. in my bungalow for 50 people. Yeah. Please come see it. It so it was like, it's, the problem is not no one thinks she deserves it, it's that no one saw the fucking movie. So they were trying to get the movie attention so people would watch it, yep. and then nominate from there.
0: Yeah, which isn't that how feels it like go?
1: feels like that's how it should be. And yeah. like the the whole campaign thing has always been silly to me. Yeah, I mean the they, billboards. If you're a and, member
0: of the academy, you get sent fucking screeners. Yeah, that's no different. They're literally providing you with copies to watch the nominated movies. Right. They just don't do it until the nominations are done, but there's other things you could get fucking mad at, guys. It's so silly. Just let it's it. so silly. Yeah. Um, and I, I get it, because there's a lot of reasonably upset people that black women were very much shut out this year. Yeah. Which sucks. It does. But is that the one nominee that should have been taken out in order? Right. Because... <clears throat> I love the fucking Fablemans. I think Michelle Williams is fucking amazing in the Fablemans. She is not the main actress in that film. I don't think she is. So I think she, she shouldn't is a even be. I think she should be supporting one hundred percent. But like, are you going to tell me that fucking Kate Blanchett should not be nominated for Tar? Right? That's one are you going to take out that? Like, yeah, I am sure Viola Davis. Again, I haven't seen it. Is fucking amazing in the Woman King. But then I am also like, you know what, Viola Davis has a couple.
1: I think that's streaming soon, isn't it? It must be.
0: Yeah, uh, it, at the very least, it's on Redbox. I, yeah. sh- I should have watched it by now. But it's like, but yeah, Viola Davis should have been nominated. But she, everyone knows she's a fucking damn good actress. Yeah. This Andrew Riesberg, she's still young, or young enough that, or
1: unknown, unknown enough so that yeah. maybe
0: getting her exposed is a good thing. Right. You know, because I know a lot of people are also complaining about the lead actress until do not get nominated. Right. Which again. Sucks. There's only five nominees. There's only five. If you want more, bring it up to ten like you did with Best Picture. Yeah, you know, I mean,
1: I don't know that it would be a bad idea to do that for at least the acting categories. Yeah.
0: I don't need ten other <coughs> nominated. Right. But yeah, maybe with the big acting categories, nominate ten. And I was there's just going to say... going to come out of I
1: it. I was just going to say, and just keep it to lead, but I think it would be even more important for supporting. Yeah, because a lot of there's supporting more. is
0: a lot of smaller films that yeah. you don't necessarily see.
1: And a, a lot of times you end up with, it's not unusual, I mean, it happened this year, two people from the same movie. Yeah. Um, did that happen twice?
0: Well, Banshees got Banshees. two supporting and everything everywhere all at once. Yes, that's the other one I was saying. two supporting and right. one so there was, female. Right. Yeah. Um, Which also, I love that that fucking, like, got 11? Like, yeah. Like, it got Titanic number of nominations, yeah.
1: you know? Yeah. I, I, I think we were expecting that. yeah. Um,
0: but it's still nice to actually see it happen.
1: The odd thing There's about the, it is that it is how early in the year yeah. the movie was that it held on mm-hmm. to its... And we're
0: whatever. starting to see some backlash now against it. Cause yeah. Of course. Yeah. Because now it, it was cool to like it in March. It's right. It's not cool to like it.
1: Right. <clears throat> yeah. And at this point, it's like you get the the people... I, I read a couple, saw a couple tweets yesterday that were like... Uh,
0: oh, Jamie Lee Curtis also got nominated. Yes. So there were two two supporting actresses for that yeah
1: yeah yeah. Yeah. plus key um the yeah that's what I was saying in both categories there was two from one movie um the that it's that people (laughs) in a sort of joking way don't feel safe not saying if they don't outright love it they don't dare to say it oh my god give me a fucking break let's and I I, all I think of let's just make this about me as much as we can yeah uh now sure i i totally get that there are people that the like internet. that you come that out saying you dislike like, anything yeah
0: people are going to come at you yeah it's just the way it is um
1: and you just have to keep in mind anytime come someone comes out with like a super strong opinion that's who that's who responds to stuff like this mm-hmm. you don't get the million other people that saw that same tweet and were like yeah it was okay or something you know yeah. what i mean um
0: yeah, it's funny. Uh, at, at school, the kids are always talking about, like, whenever they're pissed that the school sucks, it's only got a one-star review on Yelp. Doesn't
1: it doesn't have, like, two reviews?
0: It's got, like, five now. Yeah. But I'm and like, and I'm like, guess who left those reviews? Right. People who are angry.
1: <coughs> well, and that's... No, what... no one is happy with
0: the school and bothers going on to fucking Yelp.
1: Robin, for the first time ever, uh, gave a review on Amazon. Yeah. Because we got these, she got these uh, stalking stuffer uh, squishy ball mm-hmm. stress balls, and everyone's uh, burst within, before Christmas Vacation was even up. Oh, geez. And the shit that's inside it, like, stains your hands oh. and stains anything it gets on. So um, she wrote a review. And I said, this is what you have to keep in mind when you're looking at, if you see something that has, like, overwhelmingly good reviews, yeah. that you can kind of trust that because most of the time, people only leave reviews
0: when they're pissed. When
1: they're pissed. Yeah. You know what came of that bad review we got refunded and they're sending us four more nice we didn't do we- were you like but
0: now i'm just going to stain four more things <laughs> yes.
1: well the because the company now robin kind of feels bad because the company responded to her oh, thing don't feel
0: fucking bad. <laughs> they sent you shit uh so but she, yeah i, I tell the kids all the time i'm like do you know if all the teachers just went on there that the school would probably be at a four yeah right if we just all went on and gave like don't pay attention to that shit yeah it's you know what? What does it? Uh, Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman said something I loved when he talked about like story editing. Let your friends read a story. If they tell you something doesn't work, believe them. Yeah. If they tell you how to fix it, don't believe them. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like that's that's perfect because you just don't. When something is wrong, you just kind of know it. Yeah. But if you're like, you start telling them how to fix it, it's not. It's it's more. It's not as universal. Right. It's, and they, they want, didn't. They didn't right, like it. Right. So they want you to do it their way. Right. But if they just say no, something's wrong here, you know. Then it's like trust that, right? But
1: because they they uh, it wasn't that they didn't like it because it didn't work. They had an idea that they thought was better. Yeah. It,
0: uh, what uh, what category did we leave off with? Well, <laughs> we didn't really hit any of. Them. We just kind of I guess Oh, um, um, Well, we might as well go into the actress because we were just kind of talking about those. Um, best supporting is Angela Bassett for Black Panther, which also first ever like MCU acting, acting. right. Um, Hong Chow for The Whale, Carrie Condon for The Banshees of Innisfarin, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Stephanie Hsu for Everything Everywhere all at once. Um, yeah, uh. I, I wouldn't be happy with any of those, honestly.
1: Yeah, I, I mean. Think... I haven't
0: seen Hong Chow and The Whale, but. And I haven't still seen Black Panther, but fuck it, I love Angela Bassett. Well, just give we'll, her shit, I don't care. But,
1: well, and right now she's the favorite. Yeah. Um, you know, if you, if you, I mean, you can go look at odds, yeah. um, because you can gamble on it. Mm -hmm. Um, She is a favorite. Uh, Anytime you do have the two people from one movie, the the thinking is they kind of cancel each other out and and no one
0: person wins it. Uh, And then... uh, Plus other shit comes... Like, I feel like... Ki-Hu Kwan is going to win for Best Supporting Actor. Yes. So I feel like that's like, well, we don't need to vote necessarily for the Best Supporting Actresses, because the actor is going to win it.
1: I think he is, he has the best odds of any category.
0: How can you not? Yeah. He's uh, like the feel-good story of the fucking year, man. Everybody loves Short Round. And his... Everybody loves Short Round.
1: I'll, I'll do this real quick then. Um, I watched, I hadn't seen Temple of Doom in decades. Yeah. I remember as a kid, I did not care for it. I still don't.
0: I saw that. It's like you still get into three.
1: I, I mean, still fucking love it. I mean, don't know why. It's fine. Mean, yeah. It just... It always felt like... Not... It's almost like someone else made the movie. It doesn't quite feel like... like Raiders and Last Crusade feel very much like yeah. the same... Well,
0: this, is, this is their Empire Strikes Back. It's darker. It's meaner. It's...
1: Well, the, I, I, I should have been like keeping track. It's more racist. It, oh, yeah. <laughs> it feels like... It's very white savior-y. Uh, it feels like... The whole middle section of that movie is either an attempted gross out mm-hmm. or torture porn. Yeah, it's weird. Like, man, can you do? Give us something else, or the right. au- the super awkward will they, won't they mm-hmm. bedroom scene?
0: Yeah,
1: I hate the middle of that movie. It's good from like the minecart on. Oh, the the minecart on is fucking <laughs> yeah,
0: phenomenal. awesome, It'll awesome. Yeah. And, and uh, the opening sequence, yes, like. Watching rewatching the yes. opening sequence, I'm like, I can't believe it took Spielberg another 40 years to do a musical. Yeah, because he's fucking had the chops in this. Yeah, uh, um, that's what that's the. Middle I, don't, of, I think I still love most because it was still like it was the one I rewatched the most as a kid. So it's like my security blanket. Yeah, it, it made my top 10 because I finished my I finished my Spielberg rankings. Oh, good. Because I I have not... Whew, last week was rough. Uh, last <laughs> week, showed... I, last week I had to watch like Always. Yeah, and some a couple real, of the some real some real turds. Some I, I showed Robin. Lines, I was like, oh.
1: I showed Robin your uh, most-watched directors for the year, and he's the only one on it.
0: Well, he's the only one I've watched <laughs> more than one film of. Right. Uh, that will change tonight. Ooh. Because Andrea and I last night watched Mulholland um, Drive, and she really, really liked it. And tonight I told her about... Um, Eraserhead? No. <laughs> not going <laughs> to that one. Uh, but I told her about Lost Highway. Oh, okay. Which is very similar thematically. Sure. I'm like... And it's got a better soundtrack for one. Um, so i like, cl- I told her about that. She's and like, Let's watch that tonight.
1: Fairly close together, aren't? They? Oh, they were back to back. Yeah,
0: okay. the, they were, that was his film and then his next film. Yeah, yeah.
1: Lost Highway first. Well, yes, about like 97-ish. Lost Highway was '97.
0: Yeah, and Mahondra was 2000. 2000- I don't think I've I don't
1: think I've seen either one of those movies since the year they came out.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't remember anything about Lost Highway. What is
0: that's the one with uh, Bill Pullman, Bill Pullman, and yeah, Balthazar Getty and Robert Blake and Robert Yeah. Yeah four fucking car lengths. uh and richard pryor's last film oh
1: yeah so I, yeah I, so lynch
0: I, will make an appearance because that'll be his second film
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it to be like 26 and 2 or whatever yep. uh yeah that cracked me up um
0: yeah, although i think he'll be the top director still at the end of the year oh yeah i think i, I think i've shot my wad for who's gonna be my best director right up front yeah uh
1: because I, I was looking at my Mine's not like that much more expansive because there's only three people that I've watched more than one of. Uh, Spielberg being one of them. Um, what were we on for a category? Oh, Best, best Supporting? Is yeah. that where we were? Uh, I, I think Angela Bassett, Bassett is going to win just based on the yeah. buzz i mean a lot Can she, when is the actual and again she's
0: deserving she has yeah. had a fucking tremendous career where she has got not she has not gotten recognized nearly enough for how good she is and in i guess this is i guess this is
1: truly like she's very very good in this um and we'll, we'll be watching it wednesday it hits disney plus oh on the, it's wednesday hits, sweet. yeah sweet. hits disney plus on the first um i mean i'll, I'll watch it that night
0: smart um move on their part huh first and black history month smart move ah uh, yes good job disney
1: um I can't believe they're not hammering that. I know. That would be, I guess, more ham-fisted than than normal. But they're—it's Disney. They're pretty—they're pretty used to it. <laughs> uh, so I, I think, like, when I do my—I also—I'm feeling a ton of pressure after last year from predicting. Yeah. Because uh, would I miss one last year out of the main everything, you did really well everything except there. for the documentary, everything except for the <laughs> shorts ones. Uh, I missed one. I don't remember. Oh, and it was Best Song, and I feel like I was robbed on that one. Um, so I am feeling some pressure, so I'm actually really paying attention, which will probably lead to dreadfully... Uh, <laughs> wor- you know, <laughs> You're going way- to Yes, way worse results. But anyway, uh, so Angela Bassett is kind of the front runner right now. Um, I'm going to have a hard time picking, uh, as far as what I think... Uh, Anywhere that Inna Sheeran was oh, I know. That's nominated, a, I'm looking at best
0: supporting right now, and it's fucking tough. I mean, you got Brendan Gleeson, Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway, which was a surprise.
1: I get, well, uh, did the Dave Merle, the Dan Merrill thing, not not the nomination. Did you watch the one before that when no. he was predicting? That was one of the ones uh, that that he mentioned. He mentioned after he said, "I'm not going to predict he'll be one of the five, but don't be shocked because it came out like last week."
0: Yeah, and it was on Apple+. Plus. Yeah. It's something that no one has fucking seen.
1: It was like, it came out the last week of... He said, it's not... I've heard not, that yeah. it's a phenomenal oh, performance. that's it. Like,
0: Brian Tyree Henry is a great actor. Yes. He's, he's just never been given much to showcase outside of the show like Atlanta.
1: Right. And, yeah. and the Eternals.
0: But he was the best part of it. <laughs> He was the best part of Eternals. He was. Uh, um, you got Judd Hirsch for The Fablemans, which, fuck, I loved him in that movie. He's in the movie for about five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But Jesus, he's a whirlwind in there. Yeah. He is, he is very much the heart and soul of that particular part of the film. Um, any other year, I'd be all on board the Barry Keegan train. Yeah. Because he's he's fucking so good yeah. in that film. Um, just the scene with him and the fucking sister.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it is a hilarious and
0: heartbreaking yeah. performance. Yeah, You forget, though, how funny this movie is. Oh, it's hilarious. Considering where it ends... Well in I mean, it, it is a movie even about a wrong... friendship disintegrating to the point where they're chopping fingers off and burning houses down. Yeah. Uh
1: I remember like several times in that movie, you laugh and then immediately kind of feel bad about yeah. it.
0: Oh, the first time Brendan Gleason says next time you fucking talk to me, I'm like cutting off a finger. Yeah. And then he does. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, God damn.
1: <laughs> throws it at the door. Throws it at yeah. the goddamn Everything, door. Everything it, it's it's that's a
0: that's an awesome movie. Yeah, and it's uh, and it's the type of movie where I, I was really thinking about where every character is very right. Like you can understand why Brendan Gleason just doesn't want. If it, if he lived in a large city, and just said, "I don't want to be friends with you anymore," you'd never fucking see him again. Yeah, and you'd be like, "Well, he was right for this because, yeah, the Colin Farrell character is kind of a dullard, and he wants to really concentrate. Since he's become friends with him, he feels he's wasted his time at the pub and isn't working on his music and writing and all the things he wants to do. Where Brendan uh," Colin Farrell's character is just like he's, he's just he's very simple I'm very simple but he's a good guy yeah you know he's he's a friendly guy he just wants to be friends yeah Barry Keegan's character just wants to be liked and has a shitty dad who's the fucking cop yeah for the island and there, you know, there's some darkness there yeah and he just wants to get along with everybody and the sister you know they've all got these very simple things that they want they just happen to clash with everything else yeah. that's going on that it's Well, that's just... Yeah. That's such a good movie. Um. So, yeah. So and, then you've got Key, and then you've got ki Kwan, who yeah. is, like we said before, how, how do you vote against Short Round? Yeah. And he's good in that film. He's he's playing, like, four different versions of himself in that film, right. you know? The, the uh, oh, going
1: back to Temple of Doom, he is, like, again, and this can be a good thing or bad, I guess, he's just hands down the best thing in that movie. Oh, yeah. Um. Hands down, the best mm. thing in that movie. Yeah, I mean, he's is,
0: he's is a big part of our childhood because yeah. he, he was short running. He was fucking dated in the Goonies. It's right, like, and that's pretty much all he was ever in.
1: He's got a other, Man.
0: Yeah, he's got a few of the things here and there, I, but
1: I've never even seen Encino Man.
0: I have, couldn't remember a fucking thing about it other than Brendan Fraser. Yeah, Which but that was. I do pretty- plan on doing uh, doing a bit of a Brendan Fraser rewatch? Yeah, because he's. I'm glad he's getting the... Not the we'll talk about when we get to Best Actor, but, like, he's always been an actor that I've enjoyed. Yeah. And then he just... I mean, had, there's reasons why he disappeared for about 15 years, but he did. Yeah,
1: speaking of Weinsteins, yeah. um, uh, and, and people similar, the, the yeah, feeling... Not to
0: blame the Weinsteins. He might be one of the few people that they didn't sexually assault. Right. But uh, someone else did. But someone else did. Um, he
1: always felt to me like he was the second choice (laughs) yeah you know what i mean like he's doing the mummy because they couldn't get brad pitt or something you know what i mean um that's just how i always felt about brendan fraser Mm -hmm. um it was very cool seeing him and uh key because both of them have like been out of the public eye for like yeah. decades, and then all of a sudden they're both yeah. in this thing. They worked on this. They've known each other for 25 years, yeah. and they're both nominated for o- Oscars. Mm-hmm. Kind of, kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you had said a year ago that those two actors would be nominated for yeah. Oscars, you'd be like, for
0: fucking what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: what are you gonna be in?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've always liked Brendan Fraser because like uh, one of Connor's favorite movie when he was like one and two and three that we watched over and over again, is George of the Jungle. Yeah. And that movie is highly underrated for how funny that fucking movie is. See, that's
1: that's one of those ones... It's uh, a great kids' film. It really is. That we talk about all the time of... Uh, if you think about like what your favorite children's movies are, they're whatever the best movie was when your kid was at the age that that would have been yeah. a thing. So like, I've never even seen George of the Jungle. Yeah. And if you watched and, it now, you'd be
0: like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I guess. But again, yeah, I've watched it endlessly like i don't connor had a thing for fucking monkeys man because he yeah. loved that and mighty joe young and so w- watched it endlessly and it, it was one of those ones that you didn't groan when he's like oh i want to watch yeah Shuggly, and you're like oh yeah okay sure
1: i mean i don't want to i don't want if i if it were my choice i wouldn't be picking this right now Yeah, but you could do a lot worse
0: yes yes thank you for you, not picking teletubbies right. or some shit you right know? I, I sure
1: sure Tilly then, like, like, we can watch Moana again and then he was
0: in The Mummy and uh, like I told you I picked up Monkey Bone which was mm-hmm. an early Henry Selick film that wasn't Nightmare Before Christmas um, that film was just fucking weird and bizarre but yeah then you've got like yeah you've got Encino Man you've got Blast from the Past which I thought was highly underrated I
1: remember that I have
0: I did um, see that what else what else was he in Looney Tunes the movie which I really liked hmm. I thought that was quite good for what I mean it's Joe J- Dante film um, he was just in a lot of those smaller oh gods and gods and monsters. Jesus Christ, he was so fucking good at gods and monsters. Not school ties, film. school ties. He's good in school ties. Yeah, he's been in a lot of really good stuff. So it's nice to see him getting recognized, especially after you know being out of the public eye for so fucking
1: long—fifteen years or yeah. more.
0: And we can thank a show that was recently canceled for his for his return, Doom Patrol. Oh really? Yeah, because he plays Robot Man. Huh. It's mostly voice. Yeah, but yeah, he is in a few scenes, and yeah, that Disney—I mean, not Disney—Warner uh, Brothers just canceled it. you know, of course, that's what they do. All right, so what's uh yeah, we, lead actors and actresses. Those because those are next on my screen here. Uh, lead actor—you've got Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell for Banshees of Inishairin, Brendan Fraser for the Whale. Paul Mescal for After Sun, which was like a whoa, that's surprising, and uh, Bill Nighy for Living, which uh, I also is a remake of a Kurosawa film. Um, and uh, which, which one? Like, uh, Christ, Ikiru? Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I say that
1: having not seen Ikiru, but it is on my list. So, got
0: yeah. uh, yeah, two very surprising. Like, really, I, I've heard nothing but good stuff about After Sun and Living. It was, yeah, it was nice. Uh, and lead actress was Cate Blanchett for Tar, Ana de Armas for Blonde, which is very interesting because other than that, that film was fucking hated. Yeah. Hated on. Yeah. Uh, Andrea Riseborough for Tulesley, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once.
1: So uh, current favorites are Colin Farrell and Michelle Yeoh. Again, mm-hmm. that could change between now and, and whenever. Yeah. Um,
0: and I would not be surprised if Brendan Fraser or Cate Blanchett
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. I the, think the other the, three
0: in both of those categories are like. can just forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, the, thanks for uh, being here. They're,
1: uh, from. As far as odds are concerned, it's Michelle Yeoh and then very close behind her, Kate Blanchett, and then the fucking Gulf of Mexico and the other three. Yeah. And then on the other side, it's similar. I think there's a bigger gap between Farrell and.
0: Yeah, because uh, Frazier was also in a film that wasn't loved as a whole. Yeah. Like, which it's an Aronofsky film, I get. That yeah. happens a lot with well, his films mother! Um, But there's no denying whether or not you love or hate the film. He's really fucking good in it. Yeah. Um, And again, hard to vote against a feel-good story, but again, Colin Farrell is fucking great. Yeah, (laughs) I'm gonna have
1: a hard time. Yeah. uh, If you're gonna give me a chance to pick Colin Farrell, I'm going to. Yeah.
0: And with me, it's... I'll probably... I would go likely with Frazier because I love just the sentiment of the whole thing. Yeah. But again, it's like... Colin Farrell's been a very good actor for a very long time and he has gone I, under the radar because yes. of, like we talked about before, the string of shit yeah. that he was in when they were trying to make him a big thing.
1: And he always, like... And I I uh, am kind of doing my... I don't even... I, don't, I guess apology tour to Colin Farrell this year. He is my most watched actor by far. He will probably be, because I, I have a shitload more to watch, um, because he was the sort of... <laughs> person uh or actor that i almost not that i disliked him in it it's just like he always looked like he had an std even when he was playing clean cut people uh and again we talked last time about how bullseye wasn't really his fault but it still sucked uh even like minority report he's he's ultimately right Mm -hmm. uh and you still like don't like him most of the time um uh, you know, on purpose, but man, the stuff that I've watched this year, uh, namely the last two, uh, yeah, and, and, well, am in Bruges, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: what else oh, did I watch? What was my other one? Mm-hmm. Oh, do you have a physical copy of Seven Psychopaths? Because find out. I can't, uh, <laughs> what, and, what, what,
0: what? I'm not sure if I do or not, but one of those i feel like i might <laughs>
1: there's, there's a possibility if not uh, it's
0: something i need to remedy because i want all of the martin mcdonough that, I do not have seven psychopaths oh what about me, the let guard me ch- let me check the number seven first okay no i do not the what guard the guard i know i don't have that
1: yeah um his brother directed it but he wrote it uh, uh also starring brennan gleason uh have you seen the have you seen the trailer for the guard no have you ever heard of The Guard? No. Okay, then we're going to pause. You're going to watch this trailer. It's pretty fucking funny. Um,
0: hold on. Pause. All right, we're back. Oh, interesting. What would you find out? Oh, I just went to look up The Guard on Bull Moose, and I don't think it had a Blu-ray release. It doesn't exist?
1: Uh, you can buy it digitally, but it's like 14 bucks, and that's like... Yeah. Goes against, goes against that? my, that? yeah it goes um, against I my... does that? It goes
0: against my savings, but...
1: Yeah, that's okay, but I'm not buying something. From yeah, but like the U-
0: Oh, oh it, there we go. Okay, there's a Blu-ray release. Okay, because at first I'm like, what the fuck? How does this not have a Blu-ray release? It does. Um, also available. <laughs> One copy out there in fucking Scarborough. Nice. It is
1: on Movies Anywhere, so you can buy it uh, at your chosen retailer, and it will go to
0: your uh, service of of uh, of choice. Oh yeah, because like. You know the it's fucking rare when the used DVD is still like eleven bucks.
1: Yeah, uh, digi- it's $12.99 digital it's twelve ninety nine digital. I I have it on my little notification, so if it goes on sale, I'll let you know. Cool. Um, That's a great looking film, though. It is, I, I had never even fucking heard of it. Brendan Gleeson's so awesome. I, I,
0: he just needs to, to be in everything. Like true. he's in a lot of the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> yes, he is. Mad Eye Mooney. Mooney. Um, I don't
1: know. Moody. Moody. Who knows? No way to tell. Um, wh- which one were we talking about? We were talking about. Uh, were we doing best actor? And we actors? were on best actors, yeah. Uh,
0: even though we just looked up Gle- a Brendan Gleeson film,
1: um, Tar is. People have been having fun with Tar. I don't know if you've noticed, uh, seen it this week, uh, because
0: about half of the internet thinks it's based on a true story. Yeah. Because it plays it off like, yeah, it's like, it's a bio, it's a biopic yeah. of a fictional person, yeah. But it's everything about it feels so genuine that yeah. it just feels like, no, this is real, right? But it's nobody. Name a fucking conductor, <laughs> right? Right? You yeah, know? you
1: would totally believe it. Name, if, a, yes. name a
0: symphony conductor, right? Who Anyone? Is, who
1: is who is the most famous? Uh, yeah. Uh, if like, Classical... Yeah, if
0: you were in a symphony, you yeah. could probably name off... Like, if you're a fucking first chair of the Philhar- New York Philharmonic, <laughs> right. you can probably name right. off some conductors that are like, holy shit, that person's amazing. Right. But, but if it's you one just, of those things, like, there's experts, but if you're not in that field, you don't fucking know.
1: If you ask me who is the most famous uh, um, composer in the world, and I told you it was Lydia, a woman named Lydia Tarr, you'd be like, hey, okay.
0: Yeah, especially if you went up with all the reasons why. Because that's, yeah. that's what this, this film starts off with. And her at an interview where they're just basically gushing over how amazing she is, yeah. Which is necessary because I can't tell you what a fucking conductor does, <laughs> right, right, right. other than waves the little stick around. Yeah. Which even then, when you tell me what the stick does, I still don't fully understand it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's like they 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 start off the movie by telling you how amazing she is, so you buy into it.
1: Yeah. So there have been a lot of people having fun with other people on the internet this week yeah. by, like, saying, saying like Lydia Tarr was a, was a victim of cancel culture. The people are coming, you goddamn right, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, and
0: that film takes that on.
1: Yeah. Like, the whole... Because there's, yeah. like,
0: a scene in the film where she's talking about, I think it's Bach.
1: And she how... She bullies a, a student. Well, yeah, basically. and this other
0: student comes out and he's like, listen, I'm a... I think he was a, a pansexual person of color. And he's like, I don't, I, I just can't get into it. Yeah. You know, I, I don't feel he was a good person. Um, so there, and she, from an academic standpoint, is like, then how can you fucking learn? Yeah. You know, if you're going to always take only your, pr- your perspective into this, and you're only going to learn from a very narrow perspective, get outside of your own perspective. She does not come across it in the nicest of ways. I mean, she's not like outwardly racist or sexist or anything like that, but she's just very... She's very much like J.K. fucking Simmons in Whiplash, yeah. Where no, this is, and again, wow, conductors. Um, he's like, you know, no, nope, no, nope, this is what you need to do. This is how this is how you become great. If you're not going to do that, then you're not going to be fucking great.
1: It's the arrogance of trust me, I'm right. Yeah,
0: and and, and uh, another kid in this in the class films it and puts it out there, yeah. and you know, this is also after like another person that she knew committed suicide. Yeah, because you know, she was probably bullied by her type of thing. Um, and it really takes a look at, you know, ex- excellence and privilege and how you treat people and what happens when that starts and to get ha- exposed. Yeah,
1: and, and should we be accepting of it just because there's genius yeah. involved? Yeah, exactly.
0: At which point does the art and the person start to really, you yeah. know, the whole Woody Allen of it all? Is it worth it? Yeah. Um, and other Is it people, worth it to society? Other people are mad that she that, that Tara was not nam- nominated for Best Original Song because of a song she sings
1: yeah what was the deal with that i didn't
0: in in the movie it was
1: it was disqualified i remember uh, because dan merle mentions it was disqualified like a year ago so it shouldn't even have been expected
0: oh no the the song is it's it's, uh, i think that was for score because it's using oh yeah yeah, yeah, parts of other pre-established music yeah but in it she 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 has a neighbor in this very exclusive building and the woman dies so they're looking to rent the building and she's like playing and playing music or something and they knock on her door and they're like listen we're you know going to be showing this apartment from so and such and such and she's expecting like oh will you be home to play piano while we show it because you know you're fucking Lydia oh, yeah. yeah. and they're like yeah can you we want to show this case of being a quiet place can you just can you just not play yeah. during that time and she starts singing the song about you know fuck you landlords type of thing it's fucking hilarious it's only about 30 seconds but it's one of those scenes where it's just really funny. Yeah. And you're like, why couldn't that have been nominated for a best song? Yeah. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> it would never happen. Right. But, you know, it's just another one of those funny things that the internet likes to yeah. up. Uh,
1: the... We won't talk about song, but uh, I think the legit gripe there was, I guess, the Pinocchio. One of the, I didn't look, I didn't notice any of the songs in Pinocchio. Oh, yeah. I mean, there were a bunch of them. I'm, I was aware of them, but like none of them were like, oh, that's. Yeah, I, the academy I guess academy has
0: weird fucking rules. Yeah. We talked about it earlier in the week when. Um, uh, Glass Onion was nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay. Yeah. Even though it's not adapted from anything. Right. It's not like there was a pre-existing book or play or comic or anything.
1: What Dan and I have decided is that it's not really that the rule is bad, it's that it's named poorly. Yeah. Because it's not adapted. Basically,
0: if anything is a sequel, it it gets a Best Adapted.
1: Right. No matter what it
0: is. Even though the fact that when like we talked about fucking Benoit Blanc was the only character in right, to that carry over. And Knives Over. And after Knives Out, can you name one fucking thing about his life? Right. No. Right. He is very much a blank slate that only in this right. film do you even. Dude might be gay. Yeah. That's pretty much all you learn about him. Yeah. Um, so it's a weird thing to say it's an adapted screenplay when there. It's all straight from Ryan Johnson's imagination, right? It's just a continue. One character is continuing over, and and
1: not like something he had in a different form of media, not yeah. not a, a book that he wrote, because yeah. they that that is considered adapted. Also, if mm-hmm. if like Ryan Johnson had written a novel, and then that would be an adapted screenplay, even though it was his own thing, yeah. Um, but here, yeah, there's there is no other thing. The yeah. other thing is just another movie, yeah. Um, and really, same thing. I know that but this thing doesn't uh, continue over anything from. I know that. Uh, um, Top Gun is hmm. obviously a lot closer tied together than the the, the Knives Out movies, yeah. which should be called the Benoit Blanc movies. Why are they called the Knives Out?
0: Because that's uh, Johnson's actually gone on record. Right, he fucking hates that. That's Netflix. Yeah. That was like a Netflix requirement because because Knives Out it doesn't, Out was it doesn't so, make any sense because Knives Out was so popular. Yeah, they're all going to be called the Knives Out mystery instead of a Benoit Blanc
1: mystery. Why not rename Knives Out Knives Out a Benoit Blanc mystery? It's stupid. It's kind of the thing that the book nerds that the book nerds would get mad about that uh, people would call Game of Thrones all of Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. Well, it's just the first book.
0: Yeah, it it should be a song, Ice and Fire. Right. You
1: know, same idea, but in this case, it doesn't make sense to keep calling it because it is a different story. Yeah, at least with yeah,
0: yeah, it's like. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's like you don't call all Sherlock Holmes adaptations based on. They're not all Hounds of Baskerville, Hounds of Baskerville yeah. right? Uh, <laughs> I love that. That's both of us. The first one we can name is Hounds first of Baskerville. <laughs> uh, the Fall of Riken. Yeah, Bach. but they're not all called. Whatever it is, the first one you come to, mind, and then yeah. a Sherlock Holmes. Then you know they're not all Hounds of Baskerville mystery. They're all Sherlock Holmes. And even then, on the books, they're not called the Sherlock Holmes mystery.
1: You know, it's... Well, or that... Uh, I mean, all of the Bond movies are 007, right? I mean, they all have their individual names. But when you see the title, they side, all it have 007, 007 is there, up there. Yeah. Um, even if it was just that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It seems silly. <laughs> also, Daniel Craig. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. I, that, I don't that's... know why.
0: They, I get it. Why? But again, it's just... It's a v- overly broad rule that seems to not really. I mean, not that I. Th- I say that, and I. I don't think Knives Out is going to. F- I'm looking up adapted screenplays. All Quiet on the Western Front. Glass yep. Onion. Living. Top Gun Maverick. Well, uh, I. I actually <laughs> got a good little a good
1: little screenwriting lesson on that.
0: Yeah, it's a it's uh, a very solid screen. Right. It's it, it is a perfect. Cause screenplay for the continuation of that story.
1: In a in much the same way that beautiful vistas at Golden Hour do not equal cinematography, a good screenplay doesn't just mean it has great dialogue.
0: And that's usually what people go... It's either a very clever story... Yeah. Like something weird like Charlie Kaufman-esque. Or, or a, a dialogue. Or, you know, uh, Martin, Martin McDonough. Yeah. With really crisp dialogue. Yeah. Or Sorkin. Or Sorkin. Yeah, or whatever. exactly.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's, it's that, and and I, I I'm glad I watched. It. I fell upon this video where, like, an actual screenwriter was like, that movie could have been a fucking disaster. Oh, one hundred percent. But it was so well scripted, yeah. Yeah. and the the, the three act was,
0: structure of it is damn near perfect. Yeah.
1: And the whenever you think it could fall apart you know they knew when to put some more action in and knew when to you yeah. know it could have because it could have been super schmaltzy
0: and they knew when to shut the fuck up and just let the action take care of itself
1: yeah and you know,
0: uh, it didn't if if that had turned into fucking nothing but quips during those dog fights you yes. know it would have been you would have started like i can just imagine fucking chris pratt in there
1: yeah doing
0: some fucking s- yeah. stand-up shit almost, it could have you know?
1: turned into a Marvel quip-off, mm-hmm. it cur- could have turned into a, I mean people will, will call it this anyway, uh, super military propaganda, mm-hmm. over the top level military yeah. propaganda and or it could have been so schmaltzy that you wanted to fucking claw your eyes out, yeah. and somehow it walks all three of those fine lines yeah. and, I mean, it's still I did roll my eyes when he chucks the rule book in the garbage that was fucking dumb yeah. Cuz like I think it's in the in the, the it must have been in the pitch meeting. He was like, "Wait, did someone bring the garbage book. can out to that podium just so he could throw it away? Yeah. Cuz what else would he be throwing away there?"
0: Yeah.
1: It was just a set up podium in a hangar.
0: Yeah. He specifically <laughs> like, asked for the rule book you know, to be brought to that I need meeting. the
1: rule book and a trash can cuz I'm going to throw out the rule book. That was fucking dumb. But that could have been the whole movie. Mm-hmm. like could have been like that, and you just would have been fucking eye-rolling the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, or the whole movie could have been about my dead father and you... Yeah. That could have been the whole movie. Or, like you said, that it could have turned into the worst Joss Whedon mm-hmm. uh, quip-off yep. that you've ever seen. Uh, because a lot of times, when you're in... Because there's nothing else for the characters to do when they're strapped into yeah. a... And they're in a helmet, and you can't really see...
0: Yeah, because that was one of the it other turns things is into, like, people were surprised that, that didn't get a cinematography Yeah,
1: because it's like... For how tight the action shots are. Yeah,
0: it, and yeah. it's not like those are easy shots to fucking pull right. off. You've got jets flying very, very, very fucking fast. Well, And, and, and also, you're mounting fucking cameras to them where all kinds of shit can go wrong. And,
1: and also... You uh, can
0: lose your where are yes, you and everything. the and same it, thing... The same the thing geographic that, stuff.
1: Yeah, the same thing that goes wrong with bad car chases mm-hmm. when you don't understand where... You always knew where they were in Top Gun, yeah, uh, and that can go very, very wrong because yeah. it. Well, have you ever seen a Transformers movie? Oh, like, you have fucking, no idea what's going on. Yeah, like I, I can't even. Metal tell Metal just starts spinning yeah. around, and I'm
0: like I guess they're transforming. It, Is it a good bag? Is it a Decepticon? I
1: don't fucking know. And and who's who's dead and who's not still, and yeah. it, it just looks like razor blades in a tornado. Yeah. Uh, and same thing with like bad car chases. If you don't, if you don't just have that feeling of where people are. Mm-hmm. Because uh, sometimes you'll be watching a car chase, and then all of a sudden, like, the, the, the chase er will all of a sudden be right there, and you're like, wait a second. Yeah. Half a second ago, they were...
0: Yeah, and that's even tougher to pull off, because they're in the fucking sky. Yeah. Where yeah. you can be 360 degrees around. When you're going
1: 500 miles an hour. Yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, I mean, and that was another thing that they pulled off well. They knew when to just let that happen.
1: So maybe... Uh, where you in the category where you have? It did
0: get a best editing nomination.
1: See, I, that I can buy. Yeah, um, that kind of blows my theory. Was maybe they were just going to give it uh, best pick a best picture nomination because they there's ten and they can just squeeze it in there. Whereas something else, mm-hmm. you know, you're squeezing out one of five if you're going to do it. But yeah. um, although with the screenplay, they technically have ten spots for screenplay too.
0: Yeah. Um, Especially with their weird fucking rules. Especially with
1: their weird fucking but rules.
0: Um, best original song, though? We do have Natu Natu from True Noir. Yes, R. yep. They better fucking put a production, production on for that fucking number.
1: I'm telling. <sighs> guarantee they fuck it up. If they do it, oh, they'll I'm fuck sure it up. I'm sure they will.
0: But, like, no. You bring in those two fucking guys, and you let them fucking sing and dance.
1: Because didn't they... It was super dumb. Uh, it was must have been last year. Or the year before. When they didn't they they did a live yeah they did it was the oscars right where they did the live version a live version of we don't talk about bruno mm-hmm. which wasn't even the song nominated and they changed the lyrics
0: yeah what the yeah. fuck are you doing no, the what Acab- are you doing the academy will find a way to fuck this stuff up
1: they'll like Absolutely. they'll they'll sing it in english mm-hmm. and they'll have uh it won't be the guys from the movie it'll be like the, Will Ferrell and oh, oh, no, Jimmy no, no, no. Fallon or they'll something they'll find a
0: way to combine it with the Banshees of Innis and it will be <laughs> fucking Irish jig music they'll fuck it up I guarantee yeah. it
1: uh, Anyway, but anyway it is, it is cool that it's in there um, yeah. I showed Robin the Nacho Nacho we scene screen, but,
0: oh, and I, that's the one I show everybody when I'm like yeah. no if you want to watch this film watch this if after watching this you're like nope I'm behind this you're good and that's not even getting to the fucking final hour
1: no. <laughs> but just, and, and while they're watching the dance sequence, say, now, the man on the left was earlier wrestling a tiger. Mm-hmm. He punched it in the face. Yep. Uh, he will later throw a, an elk into someone.
0: Yep. And they will end up fighting one of their final battles on each other's shoulders.
1: Yes. Like uh, a, <laughs> what did they call it?
0: Like the two kids in the <laughs> raincoat trying to sneak into a radar yep. movie. Yep. Well, only one of them's going to have a gun.
1: Yeah. Um, good times.
0: Yeah. That fucking movie,
1: uh, yeah. An original
0: screen original screenplay is fucking. That's it's a great category because you've got Banshees of Inisharan, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fabelmans, which is my. It's that that's my least favorite screenplay in that batch, and it's fucking written by Spielberg and Kushner. Yeah, um, Tar and Triangle of Sadness. So, yeah, that's a, that's going to be a tough category. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking that might be the. That might be one of the ones that rewards uh, Banshees. I do, too. Because um, I think we're we're going
1: to re-watch everything uh, everywhere this week. But I, I think, I mean, I also just watched it. I yeah. February for me I is know, my big, I'm going to try to
0: watch as much of this as yeah, possible. Yeah,
1: I've given up on the idea of, that I'm going to watch everything. That's where the Brooklyn joke comes from. Yeah. Uh, if longtime listeners know the uh, the the Brooklyn the ongoing Brooklyn joke was from like 2015 Mm -hmm. and I said I was gonna watch every Oscar movie and I watched like two.
0: (laughs) I know it's funny because I watched like Spotlight. Right now, my right now my Brooklyn would probably be (laughs) Avatar because I really (laughs) really I really want to watch Women Talking. Yeah, I really want to watch Triangle of Sadness. I've seen everything else with the exception of Elvis and on the All Quiet on the Western Front, which I both I I have Elvis. Netflix has All Quiet Right, Avatar is the only one right Avatar and Women Talking right now are the only two that are not easily available for me to watch um, so I, ha- I hate to say it, Women Talking might become honestly the Brooklyn of the Batch but I really do want to watch that because I like everybody in it and I like Sarah Polly as a filmmaker Yep. Um, but yeah fucking Brooklyn <laughs> we'll get there someday <laughs> looks great that's a, that would be a fun month going through like the last forty years of Academy Award best pictures, yeah, and finding the one I didn't watch, yeah, and making that my month, making that, and what either you be do. either be like miserable all month long, or just like why didn't I watch this sooner? Yeah, all month long, yeah. But yeah, there's so many fucking good stuff. Yeah, I mean, the, all that's pretty much left is best director, it's which director. all feel, directors are in picture, for, right? Though? I always feel bad for best director because it's always someone's getting left out.
1: Yeah, is uh, everyone in director also up for picture? Yeah, all right, so uh, we can just go to picture. It's
0: McDonough for Banshees, Daniel Kwan and Shineart for everything, Spielberg and Todd Field for Tar, and Rob Reuben Austin for Triangle of Sadness. But yeah, for best picture, we have All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar: Way of Water, which is was a surprise yet not a surprise
1: that was another thing i watched this week is that the uh people kind of look at that but the the whole thing of it being indie movies that uh kind of these indie movies that no one has because for a couple years there it was almost like you had to be something that it was almost if you too many people saw you they weren't even going to fucking nominate you Yeah. so it had to be something that the cool kids could the only the cool kids saw that was getting nominated but that wasn't the original function no. of the Oscars. They It was blockbusters. Yeah. That's what they wanted. Yeah. Because uh, the guy that started the Oscars was... The fucking studio was, ...was the mayor of Mayor Goldwyn and what, yeah. uh, of MGM. Um, and the whole idea was getting more butts in seats. Yeah. We should give, a, give awards for it. Mm-hmm. And it was like... Basically, it was whatever the top grossing movie was that year was won yeah. for several years. Yeah.
0: And I mean... I, I, I am not a fan of the first Avatar, but I understand it was still a monumental motion sure. picture achievement. Sure, and this one is too. Anything that takes you like a fucking decade to make, and you have right. to invent the technology to make it fucking happen, right? While it, yeah, it might not be a you know fart, fucking Martin McDonough script, right? Behind Avatar, that's not what it's there for. It's yeah. it's it's a giant. Look at what cinema can do, yeah. Type of movie. And you know, it's the Ben Hur from the fifties type of thing, you know, all you know, gone with the wind. Yeah. Where it's it's fucking spectacle. Because that's what movies also can do. You know, last year uh was Coda what won best picture. Not spectacle, it was very much the, the cool indie kids table type yeah. of thing. Um and if something like that wins again, fine. If if people think it's legitimately the best picture, but I mean, I don't predict. I don't predict Avatar's going to win. No. Just like I don't predict women talking is going to win.
1: But I do think that I like that they're both
0: in the category. Though.
1: Yeah, I do. Th- I, I mean, right now, everything, everywhere, all at once is the favorite, and one one part of it is that it came out in March. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's people have had more time to see it yeah. than most of these. That's another thing. It's not only that it's indie stuff. It's like it's indie stuff that we released on fucking December twenty eighth. Yeah. In, was on home video in, in March. In 12 theaters, you yeah. know, shit like that. Uh, people have had a chance to see this movie. Yeah. Um, now, it's not... Has it streamed anywhere? Or did you have to buy or rent it? Well,
0: I don't know. I've owned it since it came out. Yeah, so. me
1: too. I don't... It wasn't It wasn't on HBO, was it?
0: I don't think so. I don't know if it had... Well, let me fucking check. Me see if, check if it's uh, ever Jeff streamed. Lodge.
1: But either way, people have had a chance to see it. Um, I think... It's even coming back out in theaters this week. Oh, it is? Yeah. Good.
0: Uh, um. Apparently, it's on Showtime. Oh, it makes sense. It's an oh, it's an H twenty four. Right, right,
1: right, right. Yeah, but no one has Showtime. Dan. No. Uh, but either way, people have had time to see it. Um, let's see, how many does it have on? Yeah, it's over. It's got over a million logs on Letterbox, which is yeah. a lot because the the list of films altogether that are over a million on Letterbox is pretty short. Yeah. Um, and it's at what one point two. So people yeah. have had a time have had time to see it. So this would be. Kind of walking both lines, an A twenty four movie, yep. so you got the snobs, but that everyone has seen, yeah, and, and it's, it's also
0: got a, practically a fucking superhero film, yeah, you know, yes. It's, I mean that's one of the fucking things that's just so magical about <sighs> it film. It literally has everything in it. Well, you know, it, the, every type of film genre is in this goddamn film. It seems like
1: the funny thing about it though is that, uh, and all the snobs would hate it if you if you pointed this out. Uh, this is coming from someone who gave that movie a five. I loved it uh, I can't wait to watch it again but the people that are saying it's so original because of the multiverse thing I'm like motherfucker it was the third movie that came out this year about the multiverse there's another one coming out yeah. in two weeks yeah. if, like, if what are you talking if, about if you've
0: read comic books or science fiction <laughs> yeah, this is not a new concept have been around for a very long time it's just yeah. everyone who grew up reading that shit yeah. in the 80s as a comic book fan yeah. can now make movies about it right um, so, I mean it, yeah multiverse shit has been it was around
1: like, that was Marvel's entire 2022 was multiverse yeah.
0: shit you know um, yeah it, but it's the first time you get two indie filmmakers in charge right. of something that feels bigger than it is because it, again it's not like this was a hundred million dollar fucking blockbuster budget film it was still small
1: and who were reading those comic books when they were growing yeah. up because yeah. they're, they're are they a little younger than us
0: yeah I they, think, look I think like like they look like they're like late 30s yeah, yeah. But all the nerd, uh, everybody nerd, <coughs> nerd as we are, yeah. Um, and then you've got a film like Elvis, which kind of balances some of that shit as well, because it's yeah. Baz Luhrmann who knows how to do spectacle, but he is not what you would call a blockbuster director. He, I say that even though he did like Gatsby, yeah, he, he's, he's kind of he's kind of people. in a
1: weird, yeah, spot, like a weird, like yeah. if you were trying to place him somewhere. Uh, you can't because you can't really put him with like B level type people, yeah. Because he makes like air quotes better films than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's almost like the Roland Emmerich of prestige people, yeah. In a way, he's yeah. he's below.
0: You he's don't no, think he's, of he's him, not a Spielberg, he's not a Scorsese. Right.
1: You don't think of him in the same way that you would think of uh, Nolan yeah. or anyone like that. But He's
0: very good at the type of film he makes. Yeah, but yeah, if you watch. Like Romeo and Juliet and Moulin Rouge and Australia and fucking Great Gatsby, you can tell they're all made by the same fucking guy. Yeah, you have no problem telling they're made by the same guy. He's just got, he's got his sensibilities, and his sensibilities just happen to make pretty good films.
1: I have a weird aversion to musical biopics. Hmm. It's to the point I can't even really fully explain it. I think the last one that I watched because the Academy fucking. Oh, loves oh my god! That. Yeah, and for a year it seems like that was all,
0: all that was getting nominated uh, to the point where you know Walk Hard: The Dewey Cox Story yeah. parodies the shit out. Of well, it. The, the the I and comes out within like a year or two of the other ones being big deals.
1: It's funny you mentioned that. Uh, the last one that I can even remember watching was Walk the Line.
0: Yeah,
1: I had no interest in Bohemian Rhapsody or the yeah. the what was the there was Ray. Ray, uh, what was the uh, Rocketman. Man? Yeah, Rocketman Man. Yeah. Is what I was. That's saying,
0: like, just I could just, just keep beating no. a couple off, and I still might not get to the one you were thinking of. And
1: like the way I think of it is, I like Queen, had no interest in watching that movie. I like Elton John, no interest in watching yeah. that movie. I fucking hate Elvis. There's no way I'm watching this movie.
0: <laughs> you and, know what I mean? And the only reason I'm watching it is because I love Baz Luhrmann yeah. films. <clears throat> yeah. Again, if you were just said, "Hey, Elvis biopic," I'd be like, "Nah." I just. I I know this like hated I hated Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: don't I can't explain it. I just don't like Elvis. Like public enemy, man. Taught us to hate him. <laughs> I, guess. I guess and it stuck cuz I fucking I just hate Elvis. So I like if I'm not going to watch the ones that are of uh people or bands that I like, yeah. there's no fucking way I'm going to watch an Elvis one.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing with, uh, with music biopics. All, one thing just has to be off, and I'm not interested. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz it's like I don't like Jamie Foxx. Right. I love Ray Charles. But I was like I I mean I ended up watching, but again the entire time I'm like I still don't really care for Jamie Foxx in this. Yeah. Um Bohemian Rhapsody. Um I, I like just, Queen. I'm fine with Rami Malek, but I at, the, at that point I was just like I don't need to watch another Brian Singer film, especially one that he apparently barely even did.
1: The the thing that is still that I have watched more I, than best once. Best
0: editing film
1: is, is that Bohemian editing cut up. Uh, and I use cut up I didn't mean to say that, but, uh, that, <laughs> that editing, uh, the, the video that's, I mean, you can find it anywhere of the lunch scene on the patio <laughs> is fucking hilarious. Yeah. And then like, if you're just that looking at you lose the
0: geography and it's six guys sitting around a table. It is a disorienting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will watch every flight scene from Top Gun Maverick and follow it better. Oh yeah, than than that
1: scene. Than a which lunch is scene.
0: Guys sitting around a table
1: and none of them are moving. No, <laughs> it is disorienting and hilarious, and like even if you're not a even if you're not someone who would be uh, have a predilection to look for that sort of thing, it is noticeable. Yeah. Um And then to add on to that, that it was fucking nominated for best editing is. crazy. Crazy, yeah. and I have not seen a lick of the rest of that movie, uh, other than I it's think I. It's fine. Uh, I think I watched the because the, there's a side by side video of the Live Aid
0: yeah thing, and yeah. I did watch that. And that part was, but again, it was very intellectually dishonest because it's like Freddie comes out and tells his parents he's gay on the way to that. It's like that's not how it fucking yeah. happened. It's like Freddie Mercury is an interesting enough character, cause
1: yeah.
0: especially after watching. Lincoln this past week. Yeah. If you're going to tell a biopic of something, pick a very specific fucking moment in their life that matters yeah. Yeah. and tell that. Because fucking Lincoln is riveting. That is a great fucking film and yeah. it takes place over a two weeks two week of Lincoln, period of Lincoln's life. Yeah. But it's awesome. I don't need like Ray, I don't need to see him from a little little tiny boy yeah. until the you know Pick pick a spot where something very interesting is happening, and just t- tell the story about him in that moment, and I'll be happy. I don't need the whole fucking. I was born a small, poor black. Man. I was gonna
1: say you don't you don't need uh, Thomas and Martha in the fucking no. alleyway. You know, no. it's just like that. You don't you don't yeah. need to see Peter get bit by the spider.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I say it's not having seen Ella, the Elton John movie Rocket Man, but again, if it's from a birth to now, I don't need to fucking see it. Yeah. You know, give me a very interesting moment in his life where something was fucking going wrong and how he responded to it from there. That's that's how you'll get me when it comes to a music biopic. Yeah. You know, just the very specific moment.
1: <coughs> right. Uh, so, best
0: picture, did we... Uh... Um, I don't think I... Yeah, Avatar... All, all Quiet on the Russian Front. Avatar, Banshees of Inisherian, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness and Women Talking.
1: Okay, so there's four there that I'm going to try to see before that I haven't seen that I will yeah. try to see before uh, that I'm looking forward to seeing. I guess before uh, when is the Oscars? Mar- mid March. Okay, you got time. Wasn't it always mid February?
0: It used to be very end of February. I yeah, think, like, I feel like it was the last
1: Sunday of vacation, wasn't it?
0: Usually right around there. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so I have I, I've got time to watch them. Um, yeah. I, I again I'm. Kind of what we were saying with the best international. I was say
0: tar, I can let you borrow because I have that on.
1: It's on Peacock now.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's on Peacock. Yeah. Um, Fablemans, I. I don't know if that's going to hit before or after. Mm. Triangle of Sadness, I just bought that for seven ninety nine on Apple. Top Gun, I own. Fablemans, I own. Everything all once I own. Elvis, I own. Banshees, I don't own, but I've seen it.
1: See, Banshees was was but that's wh- on HBO, right? It is, yeah. uh, which is where we watched it and i didn't buy it but it's on sale for 9.99 right yeah. now i might I, just grab it part of me is like the blu-ray's
0: out there yeah but i'm like i want a better blu-ray yeah like give me a fucking really good special edition of that i want so i'm kind of waiting to see if something like one of the uk labels like second sight that puts out like yep. gr- because <clears throat> second sight put out a great fucking blu-ray of uh, in bruges that i missed yeah and i'm like i hope they do that yeah something with like all kinds of background um, Avatar, I could go see that at any point. Like, that's literally just, a oh, okay, now's the day to see it. Same with right. All Quiet on the Western Front. It's just like, I gotta pull up Netflix.
1: I'm like, though, legit looking forward to All Quiet. Me too, and like, I have been. And uh, I just, kind of like you, I just don't, I don't care about Avatar. Yeah. And I don't know, That's the least, I almost...
0: That's the least interesting one for me.
1: Yeah, I, I almost kind of feel bad about it. <laughs> because... I don't want to be, I don't want to feel like I'm the person that shits on those types of movies, just like...
0: Because I love those types of movies.
1: Yeah, just, and and it's because, like, we get mad at those people when they talk shit about superhero movies, and we're like, motherfucker, it's not for you, it's a superhero movie. Yeah. Get over it. Mm -hmm. So, I feel bad not even, I I just don't
0: care. But yeah, I, I, again, yeah, I don't have any interest. And I... I didn't like, like, yeah, the spectacle of it was fun, but I didn't give a fuck about any of the characters in the first one no i really don't give a fuck what's happening to jake sully now
1: oh didn't ca- didn't care then don't care now yeah
0: um yeah again, yeah i'm sure it'll be one of those things where visually i'll be like whoa this looks really fucking cool they did a great job yeah. with this i don't need to see this again thank you very much oh wait there's a fourth a third a fourth and a fifth coming oh okay great <laughs>
1: cool but uh, again,
0: still made over two billion dollars, so it's yeah, it's already a, like fourth all time.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's got an audience. Um, since we were last here, I kind of did things in a in a sort of in an order, not an order. Things were yeah. Were I grouped. looked over
0: your thing last night on Letterbox, and I'm like, this was an interesting week. Yeah, for you.
1: it was. Um, so from the last time we recorded, the last thing I'd watched was Blowout. That. Uh, my next two movies was the little was the Hannibal Lecter doubleheader mm-hmm. of Manhunter which I had not seen and Silence of the Lambs which I obviously had um they're both uh
0: awesome yeah what did you think of the Inagata DeVita scene the song Inagata DeVita when it plays towards the end with, with Tom Noonan and it's it like his full red dragon-y band. oh yeah 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 fucking best use of that song ever yeah um I, also starring a young Stephen Lang. Yeah, since we're going straight from Avatar. I almost I, it's
1: it's dumb to say because I don't feel this way, but I would love to see more Brian Cox as Lecter. Yeah, uh, it's silly to say that considering yeah the the next version of Lecter is like one of the most iconic characters in movie history. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Hopkins version of him, but I want to see more of the Brian Cox one. Yeah, not that they played it too differently i mean they were both yeah. playing a character that was well here's you know. the
0: thing it's like the anthony hopkins one the second that dude starts talking to me i'm backing away like even if he's even if he's at his like, that's, psychology that's psychiatry office i'm like no thank you
1: or at the very least alarm bells are going yeah. off. yeah but with the brian cox when he's very charming yeah and...
0: it's, it's one of the reasons i like the mads mickelson version of him yeah. as well Is you're just like yeah i can see myself being like i can't wait this would, guy to like me
1: i would fall for this
0: yeah <laughs> Whereas uh,
1: I would come to your house for dinner, yeah, and get sure. my fucking brain cut into,
0: yeah. Whereas the Anthony Hopkins one, I'm like, <sighs> but again, it's it's a great performance, a very memorable performance. He did what he did in like 12 minutes of fucking screen time. Yeah,
1: it's still. I was trying to pay attention to that too because I, I, I it had been years since I watched it, and like kind of the the internet <coughs> complaint about that is more recent, I guess, uh, or at least you're more exposed to yeah. it now with YouTube and whatnot. Um, it's it's spread out in a way though that it doesn't feel like only twelve minutes. No,
0: it's yeah, and his presence is always felt. Yes, like
1: because when yeah, he's, gone he's outside, always he's still there. Still there, fucking
0: talking about him. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, he won for best lead actress and actor, and he's in the movie for fucking twelve fifteen. And minutes. you don't see. Uh...
1: The most that he's ever there but thought not there is like the entire last third of the movie when they're looking for him. Yeah. Although he is on screen for a lot of it. You don't know it's him. Mm -hmm. So, but
0: yeah, it's, it's, it's. Yeah. But he's just one of those things where his presence is felt no matter if he's on screen or not.
1: I came out of, I, what I forgot to do this morning was what I, see, my my, re, my resolution lasted one week of doing little quick reviews the morning of yeah. instead of, because I never have it the night of. The thing I was thinking of night of as my one line review for Silence of the Lambs is and having given it no thought and considered no other options, I think that's the best paced movie ever.
0: It is. It's very well paced. It
1: is. It is noticeably well
0: paced. Yeah. Uh, like every, yeah, it's like you need. Oh, here's exposition when it's needed. Yeah. here's another little like thriller aspect when it's needed. Oh, oh, here's the Buffalo Bill shit.
1: We're gonna give you a little break right here. Yeah. before we, <laughs> yeah. before we have lotion and baskets and yeah. shit like that. It's it is so well paced yeah. that uh,
0: like, because like, yeah, other other, other we, films would have overdone certain aspects of that. Yeah, like there, you know, there's no like big chase sequences in this film. You no. know. The whole point is they're pursuing someone,
1: and the only thing you like, you just see the him take the one. You don't see him commit like all these murders, no. and, and it's just yeah,
0: and he takes the senator's, the senator's
1: daughter, senator's daughter, and and off they go. Uh, <clears throat> people point to the stuff with Clarice when they talk about that, the Anthony Hopkins performance, but having <laughs> not really thinking about it any further than this, my favorite interaction is him in, in the senator. Oh, is terrific, oh, yeah. and it's so.
0: In my favorite stuff with hers was Scott Glenn.
1: Yeah, so yeah. it's like
0: yeah, they're great when they're together, but yeah, oh yeah, him with the senator on the fucking airport tarmac, yeah. Jesus Christ, it's
1: just it just makes you feel gross, yeah, but at and the you're same so time, disarmed by it. Yeah,
0: uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you got uh, you got a little phantom arm feeling there, but
1: so really enjoyed that little uh, two day thing, mm-hmm. and then after that, I did the. Uh, what i texted to you I, I called the ben bradley cinematic universe mm-hmm. and i watched them in um chronological order as they would have happened in real life so the post was nice. the first uh and then all the president's men and then spotlight so spotlight is ben bradley jr but i don't give a fuck
0: i'm still calling it uh the ben bradley cinematic yeah. universe the post is one i still need to <clears throat> re-watch to assess my rankings for spielberg because i've only yeah. seen it the once, so it's it's not at the bottom. It's kind <gasps> of bottom mid, but again, it's a fucking. It's it's like the second to last of the four star films. Yeah, still because I've it, got it like I've got it sandwiched between Empire of the Sun and Amistad. Okay, um, because again, with, with Spielberg, it's still it is. It's like twentieth on the list, but it's still a fucking four star yeah.
1: film. Yeah, uh, I um it's a lot of the reason that I like Inishirin as much as I do, and also, obviously, the rest of these, All the President's Men, Spotlight, stuff like that, uh, is just, you've got all these really great actors doing just, mm-hmm. everything is top-notch. Um, and then it's a newspaper movie, which I love. Uh, it's a time period that I love. Uh, so that the whole thing is it revolves around whether or not it's during Pentagon Papers time, uh, and it's all revolves around whether or not you know the new york times and the washington post are going to actually publish them and, and risk going to jail or uh you know fight for first amendment and all that shit um one of the great things about it is when they cut in nixon's side it's mm-hmm. actual recordings yeah. from the nixon tapes so uh in that way it's look this is a spiritual prequel to all the president's men mm-hmm. in more ways than one yep. uh All the President's Men does the same exact thing. All of the... Whatever you get from the White House's end of it is all actual news archival footage. And the other little fun trick that I love about All the President's Men is... Anytime something is on the TV, that's where you get your White House. What's coming from the White House is... What the TV news is telling you, meanwhile the newspaper guys are doing the exact are telling you the exact opposite story. Yeah. And it's always like when they're writing, like if they're writing that story, the thing in the background is it's just it, that's just a phenomenal movie. I love that movie so much. Yes. Um, and also that the post literally ends where all the president's men begins i mean the last thing you see in the post is the first thing you see in all the president's men they do it the same way i mean i think they shot both i don't know i'm pretty sure
0: that's why spielberg did that
1: oh 100 there's no there was no mistake there uh because you know the tape on the it's even shot the same way the tape on the door and the and all that um you don't get to the you don't get as far as the cops and the goofy hats Mm -hmm. but um yeah that's that's where the post ends um so that was great And just like, similar to the, ooh, that's interesting, Uh, I didn't put that connection together, that the two little series that I watched in a row were uh, different actors playing the same character. Mm -hmm. Tom Hanks is Tom Hanks, but Jason Robards as Ben Bradley is like one of my favorite performances ever. Uh, Every time he's on screen, it is, he's the only thing you could pick, he has the presence that Ben Bradley would have had at that time.
0: Oh, I feel like I hear his voice in my head more than I do Bradley's.
1: Mm. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh definitely 100%. Yeah. Um it's it's such a great performance and you can you believe that everyone in that building revered him and was terrified of him. Yep. Uh you get that feeling all the time and I you that with a
0: lot of newsroom films. Yeah. There's always cuz like The Wire had the same thing during season 5 where there was just that that one guy. Yeah i mean for the wire the guy wasn't even like one of the lead guys. wasn't a boss he was one of the guys who just like anytime anyone had a question about grammar yeah they, they they asked him and whatever he fucking said that's what it was yeah you know it's like no you don't question his fucking grammar on this right you know it's right <laughs> and I, I love that so many newsroom films have that type of character where it's just the the one guy that everyone reveres and respected i mean with bradley yeah he's more of the boss, but
1: and same thing with uh, insider yeah. with uh, with Mike Wallace. Yeah. Like, yeah, I would believe every word that guy said, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and exactly. I totally believe that the entire room would shut up as soon as he said anything. Yep. And I would also believe that the room would go to a pin drop if I ever heard him other yell the f word at me. Yep. Like, oh, Mike Wallace just told me I was a fucking idiot. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah, I, I, I that's that's a great little trilogy, I, and I I did it in two days. Uh, Robin hadn't even planned on, because I asked her if she wanted to watch either one of them. Um, she's seen uh, all three, and uh, I asked her if she wanted to watch Spotlight. She's like, "No, God, I can't, I can't do it." <laughs> and she sat on the couch at the beginning yeah. of it, and there's two hours and twenty minutes later, she went upstairs. <laughs> she was like, "God damn it!" <laughs> it's one of those.
0: Films. It's just so good. It's one of those films.
1: Uh, then I did a little kind of palate cleansing the next two days. I watched a documentary that Robin picked out called Last Breath. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you heard of this?
0: I did not, but I saw the description of it. Sounds very interesting.
1: It, it doesn't feel like the sort of thing that should keep you engaged for 90 minutes, but it is. It's a, it's a true story a documentary about a uh, a very interesting job, which is the divers that uh, fix, uh, like, oil wells mm-hmm. under the ocean. Yep. Yeah. I didn't realize you learn a lot about that. That's that's a good part of the runtime, but it's very interesting. They basically they don't explain it, which they really should. That's my complaint about the movie. But I figured it out um, when they have these divers, you know, they're they're these guys are working two hundred meters down, it's like six hundred feet. Um, <clears throat> if they're going down there every day. It takes forever to come back up yep. and go down because you have because of the bends you mm-hmm. can't just come up or your fucking yep. blood vessels will explode, which I know thanks
0: to GI Joe. <laughs> oh, really?
1: <laughs> so uh, they live in basically this pressurized tank yep. inside the ship for like a month at a time, mm-hmm. and it's like living in a little. It's like living in a submarine. Uh, it's pressurized to the bottom of the ocean. That way, they just get in this bubble inside that, and they go down, yep. so that they're never at sea level pressure. Um, so you know, you're in this little area, smaller than what you and I are in right now, living with three guys for for you know 30, 30 days at yeah, a time. Yeah, I think
0: it's, it almost sounds like space shuttle. Exactly, yeah.
1: very much like yep. like that. Uh, so anyway, this guy, one of the divers, goes down. Um, there, the computer system that keeps the ship up top. In the same exact location, like there's always GPS and the computer runs it, and it's like, kind of like space travel where it's just kind of because there's
0: the tides and it's still yeah you're gonna move and when you're out there
1: you can't fucking tell because there's nothing around you yeah Uh, there's nothing to to show you where so anyway there that computer broke down and Mm -hmm. then it was one of those things where it was cascading failure the backup broke down the back backup failed and then the the redundant backup failed Mm -hmm. so the the ship starts floating. These guys are attached by tether, Mm -hmm. so they start getting yanked, one of them gets caught on the oil thing, and his line breaks. Mm. And now they've floated, you know, two miles away in a matter of two minutes, and this guy's laying on the bottom of the ocean. (laughs) He was down there for, this is all, this is not spoiling anything if you do want to watch it, Uh, he was down there, I think he was without oxygen for 36 minutes, and he just woke up when they pulled him back, and they thought they were doing body recovery. Yeah. By the time they got back, they got him back, and the worst thing was they were able to get a rover there first, yeah, with the camera on it, so you can like see him twitching, and Ugh. you can see that he's still alive. It's awful; it's hard to watch, but he does he does survive. Uh, it tells you that up front, so I guess you don't feel like <laughs> fucking flinging yourself into the ocean when yep. you are watching it. Um, it was pretty cool. Um, my only complaint was that they should have explained. I was very interested in the the, the job itself, um, and then we watched, see how they run. You, did you? That is basically, uh, I think the top review nailed it. They said it's the Wes Andersonification of Knives Out. Oh. It was okay. Yeah. Uh, and then I watched The Revenant. That's always a good time. Uh, Robin was in the kitchen while I was watching The Revenant, Revenant. At one point she goes, All I've heard for the past hour is grunting and people hurting each other. I was like...
0: That is the film. That's about it. Yeah. <clears throat> that's, <clears throat> only, that's when Tom Hardy's on screen. That's <laughs> about all there is to it.
1: <laughs> Uh, then I watch Banshees. I, I mean, we'll get more into that. I think when we talk about you know before pre-Oscars yeah. uh, best picture stuff, but that I have a hard time. I'm looking forward to rewatching it. Yeah, everything I, that's, what, that's at once. I
0: rarely ever want to watch rewatch a film again quickly. Yeah, that's one of the ones I'm like, no, I really need to rewatch it, especially now I know where it goes. Yeah, I want to see you know how it's set up.
1: Yeah, more. Um, Temple of Doom, I already talked about. Mrs. Harris, Ghost of Paris, I already talked about. And then we watched After Yang last night. Um, I've watched two PG movies in a row. Look okay, at you go. Uh,
0: I watched a couple PG films this week, too. Uh, let me get to my diary. Ow. All right, so I, I continued along with my um, Spielberg watching. Right. Um, what was the last day we recorded on? 15th. 15th. Oh, Jesus Christ.
1: Um, You've watched a lot of turds. Yeah. Of... of I shouldn't say turds. Yeah. The worst Spielberg movies. Yeah, but I,
0: I've also watched some interesting like ones in between. Uh, like, Andrea and I one day just decided to watch Contagion. I, um, yes. That is terrifying how accurate that shit got it. Yeah. Like, because Contagion was 2011. Yeah. I, I know it was watched a lot during the pandemic, because it was on HBO. Uh, I did not want to watch it during the pandemic. Exactly. Uh, so now You that reminded th- me of it, yeah. so now it's so on my list So now again. that I'm out of it, I'm just like, they just really fucking nailed how... Yeah everyone. It goes a little bit beyond what happened with us obviously, but it's the the but blaming in some everybody it... for you know blaming yeah. the wrong people yeah. for things. And it's like in Contagion they come up with, you know, the vaccine and shit by doing stuff wrong. Yeah. Like cuz and I'm like that's exactly how it would have happened because at one point they're like this, you know, a, a smaller guy is working on the vaccine and they're like, "Nope, it's pulled away from you, the government's working on it now." And it's like but he continues to work on it anyway. You're going to fuck it up. Even though he doesn't. Yeah. You're not supposed to. And you're like, nope, that's how. Re- that's probably how fucking it happens. Because as soon as, you know, bigger government gets involved, you're going through the bureaucracy of everything. Right. You know, and in it, a woman first <laughs> tests it on herself. Yeah. And it's like, nope, that would have never happened. You know, that's how it would have happened in... Although it's not how it's supposed to happen, because you know, you're supposed to get like years of fucking human trials, right. or you know trials on rats and baboons and shit. Um, so it was it was eye opening to rewatch that again. Um, one of our criterion and That's streaming
1: on something HBO. HBO, I HBO, think. I think. Um, yeah. well
0: here, let me click on it. It'll tell me where I watched it. HBO Max. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we watched The Big Chill as part of our Criterion watch. Um, Dan was uh,
1: maligning the fact that they were all like 10 years younger than we are now. Yeah. And that was like the old person movie. Yeah, that was the old person movie. <laughs> that, was
0: par- that was the film our parents loved when yep. we were kids. Came out in like 1983.
1: And all these people are like 37.
0: And it, it, watching it, I'm like, okay, this is why our country is all fucked up. Because these people are so fucking self-absorbed yeah. about all of their shit being so fucking important. Yeah. And only worrying about themselves. And I'm like, no wonder we're where we're at right now. Because yeah. this is the generation that runs everything now. This is you know, these are the boomers I mean- when they're in their mid thirties like, I love my
1: parents, but their their ger- their generation is just the absolute worst. Yeah, yeah. Absolute
0: worst. Absolute worst. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, no wonder we're so fucked up watching this, that this is like... This was their feel-good movie of, like, 1983, and I'm like, right. they're all insufferable. Yeah. Holy shit. I hate every one of you. Yes. <laughs> every one of you is so fucked up about shit. Yeah. You know, and you're... You know, we we recognize that now. It's like, oh, well, this you're wearing your trauma on your sleeve for this, and none of you recognize it. Yeah. And this is why you're all making stupid fucking mistakes. Yeah. Uh, then yeah. Then I had to watch uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Ugh. God bless. I know, and it it sucks because there are still parts that are awesome. Yeah. Like the scene in the um, uh, cemetery when Indian are going like underground with John Hurt's character to find like some shit i'm like ooh, this is like really good uh but oh my god there's just some staggeringly dumb shit yeah i mean
1: waste of a perfectly beyond good the,
0: opportunity yeah beyond the fucking <clears throat> tarzan monkey things and the fucking fridge I beyond about, them i
1: forgot about the tarzan the swing oh the, my god the, it, it, it swings to catch Every, all speaking the of uh not believing where things are in relation to other things
0: like yeah well it's just looking <laughs> A monkey that, swings a, a car chase right yeah it's it's <laughs> during a car chase which is just unbelievably stupid the car chase cuz it's through the jungle and it's just like perfectly maintained roads yeah or a thing is cutting down the roads in yeah. front of them that they're i'm like this, this is not how this works but yeah, and then and then you know yeah mutt gets knocked off and starts swinging through the fucking trees with the help of monkeys and there's fencing. It's
1: bananas, Dan. Yeah,
0: it's it's hard to fucking watch because like I had to get one dad joke in. Yeah, just because you remember just like all the shit from the other indie movies that were not so ridiculously stupid, where they could have made stupid choices. Yeah, uh, I mean people
1: shit on it when it came out because of the alien side of things. I'm okay which, with the alien. Which, yeah, those those people must forget that every single Indiana Jones movie has a supernatural yeah. Uh, they they, bent they, to they it.
0: literally unleash like fucking the well of souls fucking yeah. god's hand, yeah. you know, in the first one. Every uh, this yeah, so there's that, the that Cup that is, of Christ in the third one.
1: That is the least of this worries movie. This movie's yeah. worries. Uh, uh it wasn't executed very well. No. But
0: that's not what's wrong with that movie. Yeah, and again, I like I like the when they get to the little fucking spiral cave thing that they've got to go down into to get to the alien thing. It's very video game-ish. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm okay with that. And honestly, I don't fucking hate Shia LaBeouf in this film. I don't. He's not given anything to work with. Right. Right. The whole you're my dad gets old quick. Yeah, I think the... as much as they play on that.
1: The old guard is uh, anyone but River Phoenix in yeah. that type of role yeah. is is And plus people like to shit on him anyway.
0: Yeah. But again, that this film on is, account not, of Transformers. This film is not Shia LaBeouf's fault yeah. by any means. And again, it's the reason it's 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 the it's it's one of the two bottom two films in my Spielberg. Interesting. And it's the same reason as the other one because the other one is The Lost World. Because there's no reason for it to suck like this. (laughs) You have no business being this bad. You've got all the money in the world. Yeah. All the... Talent in the world. All the talent in the world. Everyone in all of the creative aspects of this film are at the top top people in their fucking game. Yeah. And you make this. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with it? It doesn't even make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense that this is so fucking bad. Yeah. But yet it is. Uh, Followed that up with Empire of the Sun... Which fucking Christian Bale was really good in that.
1: I gotta watch that. i I bought it it's, a while I, I, ago now. I remembered
0: uh, nothing about. I, I know I'd i would seen it, think, but I remembered. Nothing. I don't think I ever s- even saw it. Uh, John Malkovich is really really good in it. It's it's a little long. Yeah. Um, and that's a p- problem I have a lot with Spielberg.
1: Well, he's got the he's he's got the uh, Korean movieitis. Yeah.
0: Everything's about twenty minutes yeah. too long. And we'll get on to one that's really the case there. <laughs> uh, Ready Player One. I still enjoy it. Yeah, it's kind of dumb, but I, don't I enjoy think I've it. watched it past the first. It's, 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 it's a whole lot of oh hey, look at that reference. Yeah, but yeah. but that's what it is. That's what it is, and I like those
1: references. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, is that on HBO? I
0: don't possible. I, I I, I don't... watched it. Uh, I own I own the 4K because I don't think I bought it. Um, Mark Rylance should not have been in that film. Oh, he's he the billionaire. A, yeah, he's uh, the Bill Gates type character. Yeah, I did not like him in it. Um, he he's just too old and it's one of those things where they just put a wig on him to make him look young and yeah. it does not work yeah um I, I rewatched the man is he the BFG in BFG? he is yeah okay uh watched the man who wasn't there for Video Monsters. <laughs> the movie's awesome I fucking love that and it's great because the other two hadn't seen like hadn't seen that movie before yeah. so I was like oh you guys are in for a fucking treat
1: well uh, I was in for a treat I didn't even realize it I, I slept on that for, for a long time and then uh because it was my first watch was when I watched it out of earlier this month I think um, no I would have watched it last
0: year I would have watched it in December yeah that movie's great um, after that uh, I watched Terrifier I saw you watch Terrifier well I want to I want to watch Terrifier too. I just recently got that gotcha. and Andrea had never seen Terrifier so we watched it uh, Hook which again not as bad as it's made out to be too long yeah like once it gets to Neverland that film is fun yeah takes too long to get to Neverland and it's always weird seeing Robin Williams be an absolute asshole to people. It's
1: uh that's one of those ones that was uh, half generation behind us so I've never
0: fucking seen it. Yeah. I had seen it like once cuz yeah it came out in like 92 <clears throat> or so. I have got it right in front of me. 91. but so, the, so I was watching Silence of the Lambs right. and Dances with Wolves instead of Hook. Right. So I would have seen Hook as eh, so it's the a people, good kid film. The
1: people that were 10 to 12 in love 1991 love fucking it. love that movie
0: yeah and i can um, see why there and have some, seen it a hundred times there is some fun stuff in that movie but
1: we were way too
0: cool to have seen yeah. it at that point um but yeah for me again another one that was about a half an hour too long yeah uh lincoln lincoln's so fucking good yeah i, yeah, I can't say shit about lincoln um that's just a, a that's, scene where every character in that film is just perfectly cast that's streaming right i don't know amazon Prime I, watched, maybe? I watched it on blue um finally rewatched the color purple that film is way too long and unfocused. <laughs> he and it's another example where he's trying to fit the entire book in yep. a two and a half hour long movie because uh, it goes from like Whoopi's character being like twelve all the it way. It takes to play, be- It's like forty years, isn't it? Yeah, like the movie takes place. So and much? again, a good portion of it is just Danny. I didn't remember being, that. I think Danny I remember seeing it the, the shit out of her repeatedly. And that's
1: the only thing I can remember from yeah, that movie. But it's I get that one confused with the Sally Field one. Not confused, but like no. they came out the same time and they're about. Just suffering in the south. Yeah, uh, um, places they, in the heart,
0: and it's very uh, unfocused because a lot of it. Because there's another character called Shug, a lot of it deals with her. Um, is that Oprah Winfrey? No, Oprah Winfrey is her sister? sister-in-law. Okay, um, but again, yeah, for a lot of the I film, say that like I remember a lot anything of the focuses on her, and it's yeah. like from a book. In a book, you can do that. Yeah. In a two and a half hour long film, you cannot focus on other characters who aren't the main character for this length of time without right. being like, Oh yeah, this is Whoopi's movie. That's yeah. and right. And then
1: when you come back, you're like, Oh yeah, I almost forgot that this yeah. that this person was in it. Yeah. yeah. Um What did we what was another recent one that we talked about was, we had that problem with?
0: It was one that I again I watched at home on one of our snow days. Um I just find my find my, find myself like I need to go get a snack. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna fold laundry. It was just it was not holding my focus at all. Um I do that a lot starting movies. So, so that's like one like of in the first my ten lower, minutes. that's like lower that's like <sighs> bottom five Spielberg for me and for a lot of people that's like heresy. Interesting Yeah, yeah. But it just it couldn't hold my attention. Um uh, Warhorse I liked. Really? Uh, I gave it a three and a half. Um it's a lost dog movie. Yeah, and the dog is a horse. Yeah. But it's 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 and it's a very sentimental Spielberg. Um but like the World War One scenes are fucking awesome. Like, there's some trench warfare shit That makes in it. sense. There's some trench warfare shit that is great, but it takes a long time for them, because I mean, the dog, I mean the dog, the horse starts with the young man <laughs> on a farm where he's trying, where the dad was supposed to buy a fucking plow horse and instead buys like a thoroughbred. Yeah. And then, like, the It arm, gets conscripted, right? It gets conscripted by, uh, no, oh, Christ, Loki, of all fucking people. Oh. Yeah, Loki's in it, Benedict Cumberbatch is in it, um- the, and the horse goes off to them, but then the horse, they like try to raid a German encampment, and all of them are fucking killed except for some of the horses. So the horse is then taken by the Germans to use for other shit that it, horses should not be used for. And it gets aw- it gets you know away and it stays with a man and his daughter on the farm for a while. And then the Germans come back and take it again. And then it's a horse in like the trenches of World War One, and that's when it's like, fuck, this is awesome. Does it end up... So, I, I was following you, it was
1: very similar to the middle third of the Revenant, but that ends much yeah. worse for the horse. No, the horse ends up back with the boy. Because when the war ends... It doesn't run off a cliff and then have Leo DiCaprio cut it open, gut it completely, and then sleep in it? No. Okay.
0: So, Which better ending for the horse. Should've. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, I mean, it's it's homeward bound. Yeah. You know, but with war. Uh, the BFG was a surprise.
1: I've always heard that that's very good.
0: I think, like, Tilly would fucking love it. Yeah. It's another one that's a half an hour fucking... It's like, dude, you were making a fucking kids movie. Yeah. Why are you making this two hours Is it long?
1: over two hours? It's two
0: hours. Yeah, that's too much. Um, 140 is the max. Yeah, it is one hour and 17... I mean, it's uh, 117 minutes. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah and it, yeah, there's parts of the movie where I'm like, I say that in Moana too. I'm like, this long. is when kids are walking away. This scene right here.
1: Oh yeah, you can, you can you can see it. You can see it. You can see Tilly put her headphones on and turn her tablet on.
0: <laughs> yeah, but there's some stuff that's really fucking fun. Yeah, um, much like Tintin was. It's a good film. Should have been edited. <clears throat> it's fucking Spielberg, so he gets to make it however fucking long he wants.
1: We have to trick Tilly into watching movies. Yeah, we have to like. She has to be, like, in the room when we start it.
0: I think you could without because, I mean, it's mostly live action, with the exception of the Giants. Yeah. But it's about a young girl growing up in an orphanage who was very precocious and very, you know, independent-minded and spirited and strong. It's a good female character um, who befriends a giant who is actually the runt of the Giants. Who I mean, it's Roald doll, so there's a lot of nonsense words in it and shit yep. like that. It's a fun. Fun film, surprisingly. Uh, always...
1: <laughs> See, I thought that would be
0: the bottom. It's close. Yeah, but again, it's because it doesn't, didn't have the resources. It's a, it's a weird fucking film because it stars Richard Dreyfuss as an uh, as a pilot who is one of the guys who like drops extinguishing elements on forest fires. Okay. Uh, Holly Hunter is his girlfriend who loves him and wants to be a pilot herself, but isn't. Uh, John Goodman's his pilot buddy. And, you know, he dies during... uh, A run. A run. And then the movie's kind of like Ghost for a while in City of Angels, where he's just kind of there and it's weird. She ends up kind of falling for another pilot who has zero fucking presence or charisma. And you think the whole film is leading up to him. Because the whole thing is basically just Richard Dreyfus talking to himself. Or talking to people who aren't acknowledging him for an hour. Which...
1: Bruce Willis style? Yeah. Well, not quite Bruce Willis no, style. No, cuz at but... least
0: that makes you like realize, oh, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. This is just like him making comments on shit that's happening. Uh, but you think the the pilot gets hired to do his job. And you think this is going to lead up to his moment of fucking Dreyfus accepting him being in Holly Hunter's life and right. all this. But the very last scene is no, nope, it's Holly Hunter that runs off into the fire with the plane and saves the day and it doesn't even mention the other pilot that you just spent 40 minutes wondering if Richard Dreyfus is going to be accepting of him huh yeah it takes a turn where you're just like then why did this guy why was this guy even right, in the fucking like a film? seemingly
1: unnecessary one
0: 100% unnecessary she not, had any, that's
1: not enough of a twist to be a twist. She could
0: have had any it's other just, love interest and still yeah. had that conflict and her him being like, "No, I don't want you to be a pilot because you yeah. might die. Right. And I don't want you to. Die. I want you to have a happy life." Type of shit. And it's a remake, which was I don't, I don't <coughs> know about the original, but mm. yeah, it was again, it was a mess of a story. I'm like, I don't understand why this is the way it is. <laughs> why are you the way you are? <laughs> why are you the way you are? <laughs> Whereas, like, I I, I ranked this last, but I actually had more fun watching 1941. Because at least that was a fucking huge, chaotic, racist mess. <laughs> um, but you knew from moment one, it's a big fucking chaotic mess. Yeah. Uh, he does, again, not do comedy well. Um, it's like he was trying to do his version of, like, a Doctor Strange love. Because what it is, is, like, there's a... jap it's, uh, It takes place in California, and they're worried... That the Japanese are silently invading. And it's just a lot of farcical... Like, look at how stupid the U.S. military can be... Yeah. ...type of shit. Um, But it's not funny. At all. Um, Although, um, I must say, anytime you have uh, Ned Beatty with an anti-tank... Like, an anti-aircraft gun in his house... Nice. ...it's kind of fun. Like, there's some funny shit in it, but it just... It's a mess of a movie. Um... And that's, that was the end. I, I have started rewatching West Side Story. I saw an this week myself. I, I have now... My list of... My ranking of Spielberg is complete. Uh, I will actually go in reverse order for you. The Lost World. Wait, to- give me a total first. Uh, there's 34 films. Okay. Uh, Lost World. Dead last, because again... <laughs> you'd be fucking Jurassic that movie sucks. How did you fuck it How did you that fuck this sucks. up within like three years? Yeah.
1: Well, um, you fuck it up in three years because the studio wanted it fucking now.
0: Yeah. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. 1941. Those are my three two and a halves. Always, Color Purple, and The Terminal.
1: I've never seen The Terminal.
0: It's fine. Mm. Um, Tintin, Hook, BFG. Bridge of Spies is another one I have to rewatch. Yeah, you do. That movie's good. Because uh, I feel like I might just not have been in the mood for it when I watched it. I gave it a three, so that's why it's where it's at. Or three, I gave it a three and a half. That's not it, that's not far off what it should be. But uh, then War Horse, War of the Worlds, Amistad, The Post, another one I need to rewatch because I haven't rewatched it in a while. Yeah, Empire of the Sun, Sugarland Express, uh, Ready Player One, Minority Report, Duel, West Side Story, Last Crusade, Fableman's, Catch Me If You Can. Munich, AI, Lincoln, Temple of Doom, Close Encounters, Jurassic Oof. Park, Saving Private Ryan, Schindler's List, E.T., Raiders, and Jaws. Hearing, just uh,
1: hearing uh, Temple of Doom back-to-back with the post is hurting my sensibilities. I know. And again, it's, uh, <laughs> and I, 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 make, I make no excuses for it. It's
0: all nostalgia for me. Oh, yeah. Because I, 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 it was my favorite I don't begrudge your
1: ratings. It's just like...
0: Whew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to hear that but in between Lincoln and Close Encounters, you're like, Wait, yeah. what? What? <laughs> Say that again.
1: <laughs> I mean, um, it,
0: I, AI is another one that not everyone's a fan of. That I just fucking love. I have of the ones that I have logged. My,
1: I want to see this in a different way. I want to see your list here, my list here, in a different way. I can't
0: seem to do what I want to do. Get out. But I man, it's it's weird just knowing like like the first six, possibly even seven. Could be like interchangeable for so many people.
1: Yeah, uh, of the ones that I've that I've logged since Letterbox going from back to front, starting at War of the Worlds at a three. Uh, it's that Temple of Doom. I don't even know what the fuck is this Ready Player One. What is? Yeah, it is Ready Player One. Uh, I gave Ready Player One a three, um, and then it's just kind of all bangers. <laughs> yeah, uh, mu- uh, music, Munich, um, Last Crusade, Bridge of Spies, Close Encounters, Minority Report, Jurassic Park, The Post. Raiders, Saving Private Ryan, and Schindler's. Those are all fours to fives.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't even get to a four. I mean, anything below a four until War of the Worlds, which I gave a three and a half. Yeah. And even that, I'd still watch that. You know, War Horse... War Horse, if it had a better beginning, would have easily been a four. The highest rating... I mean, I'm still not sure that if, like, by the time I finish rewatching, um. West Side, West Side story, story that that might not be a five because yeah. Jesus it's so good
1: uh, if you want to know letterboxd ranking it goes Schindler Saving Private Ryan Raiders Jurassic Park Fableman's mm-hmm. Last Crusade Catch Me If You Can
0: Catch Me If You Can Avengers. it's like Every, a lot of people really really I mean I'm one of them I love that fucking film and it's it's one of those films I wouldn't realize as many people love it as they do yeah like until you see like all the rankings and you're like, yeah. Oh, everybody loves yeah. this. I think it's just
1: me. I'm not alone. Uh, yeah, that Jaws, uh, then E. T., then color purple.
0: Hmm.
1: See. And then Close Encounters. Yeah. I
0: can't get that high with color purple. I just can't. If you ask me to rewatch any of these, that's gonna be towards the bottom of the list. Yeah. You again, have to
1: you have to scroll down quite you have to scroll listen to this. You have to scroll past color purple. Uh, I guess the rest of these are pretty good. Terminal. And AI before you get to Lincoln.
0: Which is weird, because Lincoln is fucking a masterpiece.
1: Lincoln is between AI and Tintin. Mm, no. And then slightly above Hook, Amasad, Warhorse, Ready Player One. Wow, War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds and then The Lost World. Hmm. Lost World is near the bottom. It's between War of the Worlds and Always. BFG yeah. is like one of the lowest rated. BFG has a 2.7. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate.
0: I'm not it's buying better, it's it. It's better than that. I've always heard that it was good. And that's yeah. funny that, that... Always, if it didn't have John Goodman and like Holly Hunter, I would have fucking hated. Yeah.
1: And then, But well, Holly
0: Hunter's just awesome in everything, and John Goodman is too. So. Yeah. Christopher Nolan is green. I was happy.
1: University, universally, uh, just kind of two point five, just like you. It's got a, it holds a
0: 2.6. Yeah, and I watched Mulholland Drive last night for the first time, in a while and Andrea's first watch, and she fucking loved it. Yeah, yeah I knew was she good. would. And it's just one of those movies that just gets better every time I watch it. Because Lynch most... is not afraid to just show you something and then go, "I'm not going to tell you what's going on here. gonna figure it out."
1: The most accessible Lynch.
0: Well, other than, like, the straight story. Because the straight story was just an old man on a fucking tractor going to f- see his brother before he dies. Okay. Disney story. I believe you. Um, that's very accessible, but, yeah, I mean, especially of, of later Lynch works. Yeah. Yeah, Mulholland Drive is accessible.
1: Um, more of the same coming up, I assume? Uh, actually, no, you're going to be, you're done with your Spielbergs. What yeah, are you I'm, moving on to? I'm moving
0: on to Walter Hill. Okay. I've uh purchased a lot of the L- Walter Hill films that I had not seen like on used DVDs. Cuz he's just he's an interesting filmmaker cuz he has made two movies that I absolutely like unapologetically love, The Warriors and Streets of Fire. And then like stuff like he was he made 48 hours, he made fucking another 48 hours. <laughs> But he he did a lot of like stuff in the '70s, like Southern Comfort and like um, exp- chopped up on something. extreme prejudice, uh, Hard Times, <clears throat> Johnson. He's a very manly filmmaker. Well, he's the type of person oh, he made, made Brewster's Millions, huh? Which does not he's, fit in at all. with everything He's the
1: else. type of person that you've heard of everything that he's made, but you couldn't have yeah. regurgitated that list. Yeah, but he
0: and he's also made like uh, Geronimo, Wild Bill. Um, couple other westerns that i'm forgetting the titles of yeah one of my want is called the long Riders. i'd never even heard of it but it's about um the jesse james gang yeah and all he did was cast brothers in it so you've got like mm. the three Carradine brothers the two Quaid brothers stacy keach and his brother which i didn't even know had one so everybody in the film that is playing a brother is an actual brother of the right. character they're you know Interesting. I'm like, that's a unique way of doing that. But yeah. Uh. Wal- yeah. Walter. Uh. What else did he do? Um. Undisputed, the Ving Rhames Wesley Snipes prison boxing film. Sure. <laughs> um. Last Man Standing, the Bruce Willis one. Yep. Um. Which was, is pretty he was good. One of the one of the ones who got his name pulled off of Supernova, the James Spader angelo Bassett film in space. Okay. Uh. Yeah. He's just what. And now he's done a lot more straight to cable stuff as he's you know kind of gotten past his prime yeah but yeah he was one of those guys you're like oh yeah he's made a ton of movies uh oh what was the schwarzenegger one with belushi where raw deal is that the one?
1: Oh yeah something like that yeah so yeah he's
0: in the 80s he made a lot of like higher b films yeah without ever really making it he's he's never made like an a-level film never been given the chance so he's one of those directors that like Especially if you talk to, like, the Coppolas and the Spielbergs and the Lucases, they all love Walter Hill. Yeah. He always seems to elevate the lesser material he's given. Interesting. Yeah. And he's just one of... A a book came out about him recently that I picked up. I'm like, well, fuck it. I'll watch... I'll watch a bunch of Walter Hill films.
1: (coughs) I'm continuing with my... uh, Mostly the noir ones. I did pick up "Good Night and Good Luck." Mm-hmm. Uh, that was four ninety nine this week, well, so fell movie. fell into that one. Um, I don't. I think that's one that I watched when it came out and have never seen since. Yeah, so good. David uh, fucking. Yeah, awesome. he got nominated for that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Clooney. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I mean, it's basically uh, the insider mixed the insider and all the President's Men mushed yeah. together uh, is essentially what it is. Uh, another pg movie oddly enough um yeah i wouldn't have thought of that except that i had there's been... no reason for it to be rated r right uh it was just the only reason i noticed it was like wow i've watched a lot of pg movies lately uh that like not with the kids um so i'll continue with the journalism thing I
0: means the kids could watch good night and good luck with you they will love not, it
1: they <laughs> will not although that's the sort of thing that colin would sit down and watch yeah
0: well it's one of those things that we would have watched on hbo as a kid and been like I enjoy this, but this is above me. Yeah. <laughs> there are things but I like. I don't know why. I, I don't know why. Like, it's a good movie. I don't... Yeah. I probably shouldn't be watching this. And I, Right. Years from now, I won't tell you how it was good. I'll just remember I liked it.
1: Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I remember enjoying... I This was one of the... I watched this at work, I know. Uh, this was in a... This was uh, OG Netflix in the mail. Uh, was uh, I remember watching this. That's how I watched it. Um continue with that. Eagles are on today, NFC Championship. Oh, uh, Very excited for that. I know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually
0: very happy with the matchups. Yeah, me too.
1: me too. I, well, I think the four best teams are playing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would love to see the Chiefs not win because, I don't know, five straight championship games, I'm like, okay, time for someone new.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's just a rematch of last year, so either way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but again, I don't know,
0: just something I even though, the, you know, Burrow beat them last year, he yeah. still feel like a an underdog
1: yeah uh as an eagles fan not looking past today's game uh but as a an eagles fan i think i'd rather play the chiefs mm. that might be a horrible thing to say yeah. <laughs> but uh because their defense isn't very good i feel like they could put up a lot of points on that
0: that, on that. oh man i would love to see a bengal's eagles championship game i, would I think i'd love to see that super bowl that is
1: my pick i yeah. think that i th- that is what i think is going to happen um my it's not out there to pick any of these four cuz all of them I, I could go either way um my uh partially from the heart uh prediction is that it won't be close mm. i have a i just have a feeling that uh the kid has not experienced anything oh, party. yeah anything like this. Yeah, San
0: Francisco, he's good and they're good, but yeah, the Eagles
1: defense is something for Every big game that he has played, and there haven't been many of them, yes, he's got six starts, he's won all of them. Most of the teams he played, and people use this argument against the Eagles too, so I'm I'm not too big into it, but he's played fine, Mm -hmm. and he's played good enough to win all these games, but the only big game he's played, he played at home.
0: Yeah. He has not played... And it feels like for San Francisco to win, that defense has to keep a team under a certain amount of points. And I don't think they can. And I don't think they can against Hurts. I really don't. I think Hurts could light them up.
1: And if they, if there's an early turnover, I, it could turn into... The last NFC Championship game in Philadelphia, which was the the Vikings came right out and scored, and then there was an interception return for a touchdown, and then it was 38 straight points. Mm. I'm not saying that's going to happen, although it was pretty cool uh, because of the extra week, everything has shifted a week. But the uh, the NFC Championship game in 20. 18, But for the 2017 season, uh, was the game the Eagles beat the Vikings 38 7, and they were playing the Giants that day five years later, and it was 38 7,
0: which should yeah.
1: pretty fine. But anyway, uh, yeah, where
0: Giants were, the, I feel like the very, like, kind of a, how San Francisco is. It's like the, the young quarterback has played very well, <clears throat> yeah. but he hasn't faced, you know, yeah. he's not ready for this.
1: Yeah, I it's just, it's a note. The, 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 I know the talk shows have to get their stuff out because they have to be pumping content out constantly, but it's just so dumb that. The whole week leading up to the Giants, it was all oh, the Giants are hot. The Giants are hot. Well, any uh, one seed is always going to be playing someone that just won a playoff game. That's how playoff brackets that's how buy, work. That's how a buy
0: is. Yeah. Like,
1: of course.
0: Yeah.
1: And, the, they're and not then and then the loser. Right. And then, and then the Eagles blow them out. And now it's like the Eagles can't be stopped. I'm like, fuck. Can you get past your recency yeah. bias? No. Um, but anyway, I do. I, I think they I think my my out of the out of the box prediction is that this won't be a close game. Um, and I don't believe that. I think Patrick Mahomes was doing everything he could to not limp out of that press conference the other day. Uh, yeah, his, that, an- his ankle is. Not it changed helping. the it, that walk him walking out of that press conference changed the betting line though. Yeah. All of a sudden, because uh, I think the Bengals were actually favored. They still might be, but uh, it moved. Yeah. Uh, a lot closer. Yeah,
0: if he does not play a superhuman level game, I don't think the Chiefs are winning.
1: Yeah, because I don't. I don't think they can.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I, I think he has to be flawless and spectacular, yeah, in order for them to win. And that's all. That's a lot to put on so a quarterback who is known for his scrambling abilities on a bad ankle. Yeah.
1: Or yeah, yeah. I, I'm I, I'm excited to watch both. We're getting we're because we've been going for so long. Kickoff is is very is. soon for the Eagles. Um. All right. So next week we'll get back. We'll, uh I'm going to try to post this today so that my NFC Championship uh, prediction there can be go. out before. But I probably fucking won't. Alright, we'll be uh, presumably back next week, if I can find the stop button. Bye.